This episode is being recorded out of Shop Talk Podcast Studio in Oak Park, Michigan. For more information, visit shoptalkpodcaststudio.com. I did too. Um, I really did. Bro, that was like him and the opener, nigga. Yo, <laughs> like, this nigga did 25 minutes of crowd work. Bro, 25 minutes of freestyling because it wasn't just who already there. He yeah. was catching niggas on the walk up like, yeah. and going off, dog. Bro, like, that was, was some good. real good comedy last night, bro. Yeah, what was the dude's name? I can't fucking remember, I nigga. Remember and either. I, you know, I normally would have took a screenshot of the little background when he walked out, My but. Nigga. No phones. <laughs> yeah, they even clipped my watch. <laughs> yeah, that was a new one. When I got the email that they was taking watches, I had to tell Shorty, like, I ain't look at email or nothing. swap your fucking watch out, man. I would have wore my little Shinola joint if I knew uh, I wasn't going to have no watch. Because, like, yo, man. I was expecting this shit to start on time, too. You feel me? I did. I, I did. don't know how late it was because couldn't nobody. <laughs> no concept of time. Fucking casino in that bitch. Wasn't no clock. Wasn't nothing. <laughs> Like what time is it? Nah, and then a window in the <laughs> motherfucking. Like yo, what time is it? What was funny? I knew Chris Rock's set was long. Um, ended up like when I looked at the watch, I'm like, all right, his set might have been like an hour and a half, maybe leaning into one forty five, nigga. Then I thought, like, damn, that's a lot of comedy, nigga. Yo, I ain't do no warm ups, nothing. Nothing he came out. And was blazing, nigga. It was mid joke, bro. Like <laughs> now, yo. it took a, for. It took him a minute to warm up, I mm-hmm. feel like. Mm-hmm. And then one he got into a groove where he kinda like this stop giving a fuck. Like, oh yeah. He didn't necessarily give a fuck the whole time. No, but it was a period in there it like, where oh, it got like relaxed. Like, yo, like I'm up there crying, nigga, yeah. cause I'm like, yo, he fooling. Yeah. And nobody niggas know they listen to the pod. That's my favorite stand up comedian dog. But he seems like with the shit that happened with Will Smith. Which he didn't even talk about. Barely. That was maybe fucking. Tops. with Because he had a joke right in the beginning. What's so and funny, then an actual part of the set later. What's interesting is. I had to I had to go. I took a pee. Mm-hmm. Before the show started. Mm-hmm. Then as soon as he came out there and was doing this shit. I'm like now nah, I got to pee again and shit. As soon as I get to like to the door. He say something about Suge Smith. I'm like ain't this a bitch. I'm already. <laughs> <laughs> but by the time I came yeah. back up. You can kind of hear it still. It was over. That whole so he had that one at the beginning and then that actual set where it was like on it. But yeah, that shit might have been four minutes maybe of total time. But I feel like since then, plus touring around with Kev on them them dates that they've done, plus just this fucking like dynamic return of Dave over the last few years, I feel like he's he went back to like bigger and blacker Chris. Oh, he was definitely uh I didn't like that shit he did on Netflix. The last one, he the did last on one. So what's funny? I saw that at the Fox too. What he did at the Fox and what was actually on Netflix, it was, it was a completely different fucking. I set, wonder bro. how much it is. It's gonna it's be gonna different. Be on Netflix. Yeah. Um. Definitely the joke. That oh, he said man. until man. That's man, gonna be there. Man, that was brilliant, dog. Yeah. That was fucking great, man. Um. Yeah, man. Salute to Chris Rock. Salute to everybody that was at the Fox. Three sold out shows over the weekend, man. I thought it was only two. I didn't know it was three shows. Yeah, man. Um, My parents went Friday, and my mom was like, it was really good, but you could tell he was still kind of working some of them jokes out. Because, yeah, he could tell. Yeah, and you could tell it last night. He like trying uh, to figure out what's going to be my saying. Yeah, it, yeah. You know, and then Chris, he, he, he's so methodical. Yeah. Like, he, like, in my opinion, and from hearing other people, like... I'm going to write down every single thing I say, and I'm going to say it exactly how I wrote it. Mm-hmm. Even a chuckle, even a, like, he very, very methodical. Which is what threw him off when the white girls got fucked yeah. up in the front. 
Because like, nigga, y'all fuck my little Muda. Like, where was I? Drug he, white girl. He freestyled smooth into that shit, yeah. but then getting back to where he was was like complicated. Because nigga, I was finna say this exactly how I had it. And y'all blew my shit, but my nigga was weaving in and out of them jokes, man. And that that white dude that opened was I'm fucking like, great, bro. I mean, it felt good to hear the raw Chris Rock again. Yeah, you know yeah. what I'm saying. Not the I don't want to hear the mature. <laughs> I don't want to hear the mature dad speak. I want yeah, the um. I, I want that nigga to say. So it was funny. Dog that open was so raw. Yeah, it didn't give a single fuck. Nigga. And it, so what's interesting is it took. Like four or five jokes for everybody to be like, oh shit, this is how he, he is. fooling, yeah. Like, cause, yeah. cause at first it come like, yo, he, I, I enjoyed it. I'm like, I, oh, from rip. Oh, he abrasive, and mm-hmm. then the crowd kind of was like, oh, okay, this, this will be in. Because I don't think crowds are used to hearing non PC shit no more yeah. from comedians. Cause to Chris Rock's point, nigga, everything's so safe. You can't do what we've been doing for. The, the since the beginning of time, since court gestures or jesters, like nigga, you can't do it no more because yo, you'll get fucking killed out here. You'll get killed online. Yo, should have never blow. I feel like the way dog opened it and the way the audience responded after they got it, Chris was further able to come out and be like, yeah, yeah let me get into my bag, dog. Okay. Like that shit was great, man. That was great. I did peep though. And I wanted to talk to Chris, but couldn't get back there. Um, said, nigga, can't open with the same open that the white dude opened with, with the Sunday church. Yeah. Joke. He came out right with it, and it landed when white dude said it. Yeah, it did. But it was flat when Chris said it. So, yeah. so, so for sure, because dude didn't have no set, Mm-mm. right? He just freestyled it. Yeah. And he probably wasn't listening to you. At shit. all. At and all. That's what you that's some easy comedian shit to do. Sunday night, boom, church show. But that's why people have certain type of openers because mm-hmm. I don't want you to go anywhere near the type of the shit that I'm, I'm doing. Do. Yep. Or certain so I didn't know. I ain't realized DJs do that shit too. Mm. Um like if I'm a, if the headline act, yeah, major DJ is there, like it's certain songs you can't play. Leading up to because I'm I'm playing this shit, my nigga. Yeah, it's part of my set, bro. Yeah, you <laughs> like, can't play the insert. You yeah. can't play. It could be Meek Mill of yeah. Dreams and Nightmares, yeah. like at the end, like don't damn, do that. no, don't do that. It's eight, it's, it's eight, p- 8 p.m. Yeah, I'm yeah. saving that shit for. <laughs> That's my midnight. eleven. <laughs> you know what I'm yeah, uh, man, that shit was great, bro. Yeah, it it felt really good to just be in that environment. Yeah, Williams be back on the 4th. No, I saw that November 4th. I think I'm um, going to get my parents tickets for it for sure cuz mom's birthday is right around then. So and I feel like a, let me throw that out there. In October with Arnes J and a whole OJs. bunch of whole mm. bunch of You know what? I got to yo if uh what's dog name from Arnes J and dog from Tony Robbins. Oh, my man. If them my man. on the same sh- on the like fam Tony's so fucking funny, dog. Like, these niggas. One of the greatest Def Jam sets ever, nigga. Like, Tony Rom is like. He's never gonna get his just due. No. Until something like tragically happens to him, and then every all the comedians that that you think are like your favorite gonna be like, no, this nigga was different. He one of them, yeah. But he tell jokes though. Yeah. You know, Chris had a whole bunch of pictures of different things up there, right? Mm-hmm. And I was having a conversation like, which was brilliant, by the way. That I montage. love Red Fox because mm-hmm. Red Fox told jokes. Mm-hmm. Now, after Richard Richard Pryor changed comedy, 
Facts. Right. And I started telling stories about my life. But now all comedy is stories about, about my your life, life. Yeah. and situations. But where the jokes at? Mm. Like, I mean, set up punch. Yeah, yeah. The reason why the dad jokes got <laughs> off because I like actual jokes. Facts. You know what Facts. I'm saying? Like, I, I like it. All right. Here's a setup. Yeah. It's a punchline. Facts. I'm not saying I don't like when you tell me that funny ass story about what happened with you because it is funny as fuck. Yeah. But, but I feel like some comedians can do it real well, right? Yeah. That's the problem. Like, or mix them both in. Yeah, yeah. Old Kevin Hart was a phenomenal st- storyteller. And yeah. I ain't seen a Kevin Hart special in a minute. Like that one on Netflix where he was at his house. I ain't watched that. It wasn't that good. Um, but that said, I heard that his current tour that he's on now, that I'm sure will be on Netflix soon. He back to telling them story because he used to set it up beautifully. Yeah, Dave, we know how Dave set Dave set you up in the beginning and don't bring the punch till the fucking end of the show and it's brilliant shit. Chris was killing them stories last night, like weaving them in and out, um, touching on the personal shit, the the divorce because it was funny that last show at the Fox um, from his tour a few years ago. He didn't really touch on the divorce. It was fresh. Yeah, yeah. It was fresh. I can't really do that right now. Now, nigga, not only that, but one of my biggest jokes is about what my wife don't know. My wife and my daughter don't know. It that shit was just great, man. Salute to Chris Rock, dog. I like when the goats and like the. I was watching so randomly. Yeah. Before I went down there, Kevin Hart is interviewing. Chris Rock on Heart to Heart. Heart to Heart. I watched that one. And, uh, one of my favorites, by the way. He was talking about like, you know, I don't think I, like, I ain't, I'm not even in my full stride. Like, mm-hmm. for his face, like, there's going to be an old version of me. Like, the the Red Fox version. Yeah. And when yeah. you start thinking about, like, a George Carlin or somebody, mm-hmm. and we've been doing this shit 50 years. Fam, when the montage was up, young George Carlin Young Robin Williams, like shit, uh, no mustache. Richard Pryor, you Think see how this. far back niggas was. Dave been doing it thirty years already. Come on, man. Can you Come imagine on, twenty years from now? Come on, man. Like old, he's Dave Chappelle. The the amount of don't give a fuck y'all think he got, it's gonna be incomparable by then, dog. And it's gonna be brilliant. Chris, Chris in his mid fifties, bro. Like, bro, this is not new. Chris, and it's funny he said it on that heart to heart. Yo, I had the pleasure to have been doing this since the 80s with Eddie Murphy. Like, I was around them. I was with Prince and them for real. Them same stories Charlie Murphy was telling. Chris got them stories, nigga. Like We was out. We was out. I was outside. We was really outside. Like, when Eddie Murphy was the biggest star in the fucking world, when it was Michael Jackson, Eddie Murphy, and Mike Tyson, there were no bigger stars. Also, I was was outside. Yo, Mike, uh, not Mike, uh, Eddie Murphy has Eddie Murphy didn't have this long story stand up career to mm-hmm. make it. Nigga, I started I was the shit the mm-hmm. end. Period. Period. At 19 years old, I was on Johnny Carson in the smoothest blue suit yep. Yep. ever and killed it. And, and had, had Johnny cracking the fuck up. I was on now made a bit. I that was, saved Saturday Night Live. Literally. I say Saturday Night Live was on the way out the fucking door. Eddie Murphy did two comedy specials. Come on, man. Think about that. Come on, man. Two comedy specials. Come on. Now, listen, I'm not trying to go here, and I'm asking this question not in a disrespectful way. Yeah. But I asked the question, said, how many Bernie Mac stand-up specials have you ever seen? Well, how many times have you seen Bernie Mac do stand-up? Nigga, Def Jam, Kings of Comedy, and then twice, like, here, like, local shit. And I be, I understand why the GOATs call him the GOAT, because he's been working them clubs. Yeah. But when regular people be like, yo, he the best, greatest mm-hmm. ever, 
I don't disagree with you. Yeah. I'm not here to disagree with you. But I would like to know what you did you see him? Because I've seen him in them clubs. Like, fortunately, I come from parents who are like us and they respect for stand up. Yeah. So I was seeing a lot of this shit before niggas was Man, on movies and shit. To give her followers, I'm about to bring her on Shop Talk, actually. She done been here a few times mm-hmm. and was kicking it with Coco. Coco's house Man, of comedy allowed bro, me to see people bro, I would never see before bro. for 20 to 30 bucks. So I hadn't seen Coco in a very long time. And then I had the pleasure of catching her not once, but twice unknowingly at Punchline. Like literally, I went to Punchline two weekends in a row a long time ago, and she was there both times. And it was like, yo, this is dope, dog. Man, I'm because Coco about, a legend, yeah, a real one, dog. I done did a few pies with her, yeah, and uh, she just been in here a bunch of times. We kicking in and yeah. talking. I'm like, yo, she legit a legend. But like because of Coco's House of Comedy, yeah, man, I seen I seen the greats, yeah. Cause she Up was close in person. They was coming. That was our before punchline. Before what's the new shit downtown? Uh, Detroit House Comedy, whatever yeah. that's called. Before all of that, they was coming to Coco's House of Comedy, dog. Come on, man. That's where you had to go. I see earthquake. While he's standing right there, I'm right here, front Bro. row. I mean, everybody in the front row. Damn Bro, <laughs> it really was nothing but the front row. Um, DC Curry, earthquake. Yeah. Uh, uh, what's Lavelle? Like some more. I've seen some more more times than probably any comedian. Her and Earthquake. I've probably seen more than anybody I've ever seen. You know, Samore, Cedric Samore is a is a cool individual. Yeah. I ain't never seen erotic character. Bro, Samore is I remember I was telling uh Shorty the story when we was at the show last night. Um Mike Epps had did a, a interview and they was talking about just like comedians who influenced him and he was like one of his biggest biggest influences was Samore. Yeah. And he was like, Motherfuckers don't know. Samore got more money than Damn near all the comedians doing comedy right now Because she toured like 360 days a year And yeah. she don't stop And he was like One of the things she told him was Never stop going on that stage Don't care how big the movies get Care how much money you getting over there Never stop going on that stage Stay comedically relevant And he was like Damn you know I'm, I'm hearing that And he was like That's the reason why I keep having these little random tours That pop up Even though I might have just did a movie Even though I'm doing this later Cause nigga, I gotta stay fucking com- comedically relevant. Cause if I lose it, yeah, y'all niggas ain't gonna fucking care no more, nigga. And it's like I get it, nigga. Some niggas like Mike up, some don't. But I just thought that was such a dope piece of advice from a legend. And I've been having these comedy conversations. We'll get to the episodes. Yeah, yeah. But like, Mike Epps a funny nigga. Mike Epps funny as hell naturally though. And naturally funny. Naturally. You ever been around him laughing, joking. Yeah. His his stand up routines have been hit or miss with me recently, right? But, like, some people naturally funny. Yeah. And they always going to be funny. And Mike Epps can probably go into anybody room or anybody audition yeah. and charm everybody who he's going to get a role. He's going to get put on something because, hey, nigga, I can do this funny shit. I'm funny. I'm just. And guess what? I'm also I'm a likable person. Pretty fucking good actor. Like I really want. I want Mike Epps to get in them, in them serious roles. Mm-hmm. Bro. Same shit. We didn't say it a million times, nigga. Mike Epps, Marlon Wins, Jim Carrey. Well, Jim Carrey, kind of, he doing whatever he do now. But that's the sort. I want that shift. Uh, my nigga, on my show right now, one of my favorite shows currently, um, The Patient, Steve Carell. Flipping it on you niggas. And like he on it. Bro, like he act. Kevin Hart did his last. <laughs> Come on, was, man. It wasn't funny. The joint with uh, Wesley Snipes was yeah. our shit. Yeah, when the was- joint with... Uh, 
fucking Walt White was our shit. That was a good movie, nigga. Oh, well, the, upside. Was, the upside. That was a really good movie, and I want to see Kevin do more of that. Do your funny shit. I'm never mad at that, especially because of the family. You bringing in money there. But make sure these niggas take you seriously, dog. Because yeah. you an actor, bro. And you got some menu that's deeper than this comedic shit, bro. This is a good little opening, man. Hey, uh... Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to episode 265 of This Week in Culture. <laughs> I am your host, Ant Wood, a.k.a. Trinidad, and a.k.a. One Half of the Culture, and I got my brother with me, Jay. What up, dog? What up, dog? It's your man, Jay Johnson, One Half of the Culture, One Half of Everything. What's popping? And this week, we bring to you the episode 6, season 2 review of Raising Canaan on Stars. Before we get to that, I want to thank all the listeners, all the supporters, everybody fucking with us week to week, all the new listeners and all the fucking return listeners. We appreciate you. We love you. What up, though, from your homies? in detroit man um out major shout out man you niggas may not know man but adnan saeed is free my nigga free to real nigga nigga adnan okay adnan is out here in these streets first of all i had a dog ass uh fucking intro song and before we get to adnan nigga i just wanted to play this shit because that's what we ask what's the dilly come on I had that call. Come on. He calls Chandra <laughs> like, yo, what's, what's the dilly? What's the dilly? That's what Adnan said. Oh, oh man. And now following in chat for 22 years, man. Man, I just wanted to get that off because I thought about that song earlier and played it, and it's been playing all fucking day. Check man. this out. What's happening? This podcast would not exist without Adnan Saeed. Come on, man. Like in real life, the creator of podcasts, like Adnan, the serial. If it wasn't for serial, bro, I would have never got into podcasting. Man. I would have never started listening to podcasts. Nigga, now, if I've, it wasn't for serial, I don't think podcasts would have been worth people really getting into. Like that's a fact. Nigga, serial became the fucking goat pod, nigga. <laughs> like And season three of serial, mm. which they went into the justice system and they they pick random um court cases in Ohio and I realized how fucking bad Cleveland was in <laughs> East Cleveland. Who the fuck knew? Yeah. Um and I the, mean Bone knew. In the East nineteen ninety nine. Nigga. Nah 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 nah. Right, but like yeah. them two seasons? Yo. Yeah. But serial, my nigga? Man. Man. <laughs> I'm still They made like, it a Saturday Night Live. If y'all if y'all not familiar with the serial podcast, specifically my nigga Adnan, free to real, the real is free. Um go to HBO Max. If you don't want to sit down and go through the whole pod, I do recommend listening to the pod. That you shit was have fire. to listen to the pod. But it's HBO po- also has a doc. It's possibly the greatest podcast ever. That's a fact. It's definitely the best storytelling ever told, nigga. Like you'll never be pulled into Siri a pod. Yeah. yeah. Um. Uh, HBO has the doc on there. Um. You can go in there. I think the doc is maybe four episodes. So if you want to speed it up a bit, it's been a it's couple there. of serial podcast or yeah. add down podcasts after. Yeah. Yeah. Time. Yo, my nigga didn't do it. I'm just—he didn't do it. And all the evidence he was convicted with—they was trying to do cell phone tower shit in 1999. So that working. shit was way in a witnesses yeah. who wasn't 
um, who who it wasn't credible. Wasn't man. called back yeah. and did like yo, my nigga yeah. didn't do it. It was a lot of dirty shit with that. Man. I seen somebody on there like he still had no explanation why he didn't text her and find out. My nigga, I was out. Yo, me and him and this we. I was in high school when he was in high school. He Facts. was a year in front of me. Facts. Right? So when he was thinking about in 1980, 1998, and 1999, mm-hmm. I'm remembering in high school, like, where was you at last week at 3 p.m.? No, you, right now, Aunt. Like, where was you at last week, Monday at 3 o'clock p.m.? No, at 3.14 p.m., where was you at last Monday? Couldn't even tell you. And that's why he had to go to prison. Yeah. Because he yeah. couldn't account for a random day in a time. In a random time, yeah. I don't fucking know where I was yeah. at last Monday at 3 p.m. Yeah. Let me think. Like, maybe I was in my office. Maybe I was at Beyond Juice. Maybe I was at Target in Southfield. It's a possibility I wasn't at none of them, nigga. Like, who knows? I could have been getting gas, nigga. Like, this shit is really, but like you said, that one little nugget he couldn't account for. What's crazy? Set him up. Is, uh, like, when they start deeply investigating... Uh, cereal mm-hmm. and some of the horrible police work they did, mm-hmm. and they start talking about Leakin Park. And I remember them saying that from the wire because that's where they throw bodies and shit at. Yeah. And then you know, on the wire, it was loosely based on the truth. And all a bunch of police officers was McNulty, uh, yep. like, <laughs> like juking the stats and hitting yeah. people more, like a cop. They was really doing that. Yeah. Like it was really a dirty police force, and niggas was really hitting. Cause you know what's fucked up, man. Um. Obviously, the police force in a lot of fucking major cities, especially, ain't the cleanest. But a lot of the shit that they do to close cases is because of the pressure they get put on them top down to close. So, you know what, dog? If I find a corner to cut. Oh, this nigga did it. Come on, man. Come on, man. It's my word against his. Or Jay. The, the the criminal mm-hmm. CI mm-hmm. who implicated himself in the crime. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, yeah, we did it together. We hit the body. Yeah. How you hit the boy? You hit the body. at Man. Man, uh, what a car! Like it was so help, anyway, help. If y'all ain't listened to it, yeah. If y'all know about serial, please just go Google serial podcast and add nine because the real is free. Add nine, Saeed is free. The real is free, dog. And I'm so happy he freed up. Nah, that I saw it, that pop down. I was like, yo, this I is mean, wild, bro. He been in prison for 22 years. Come on, man. 22 even tools. If he, even if he did it, my <laughs> nigga, the murder is over. Man, man. Um, he ain't do it. Facts. He like uh, what a Netflix joint, nigga. If it wasn't for for Adnan, it wouldn't have been no. Uh, what's our shit off HBO that was kind of loosely based on this shit? Um, the night of, yeah. Like these is similar fuck like shit like that. I get it. It's only seven fucking stories you gonna tell, but this story came from real life, that's nigga. Right. Like that's just what it was, dog. Like, like yo, man. Fucking yo, salute to Adnan, bro. I got the book in the car and write it for it. By the way, man. Um, all right. I want to talk about this shit so we can get out the way, man. Cause I don't, I don't want to be too serious this pod. Heard you and Jay, or I'm sorry, you and Dame. Shout out to my nigga Dame. Um, heard y'all talk about PNB Rock mm, in that situation. Uh, it was it was happening in the moment when we were here last week. Yeah. So I couldn't really give you know my full thoughts. Plus, a lot of what I'm about to talk about happened after the fact. Um. First off, rest in peace, PNB Rock, man. Prayers for his family. His girl, his his children, like that that it's horrible, bro. Like it's horrible. I don't like you niggas at all, and I'm saying that very fucking clearly. Y'all niggas is weird as fuck, bro. If a nigga kills me, God forbid, 
But if a nigga kills me and all I'm doing is sitting down at lunch, I don't have beef with this nigga. I ain't had words with this nigga. I ain't had nothing going on with this nigga. I'm sitting at lunch with my girl and a nigga walks up, tries to rob me, shoots me, robs me anyway, and I die. I'm haunting whichever one of you niggas try to blame me for getting fucking killed in that situation. Crazy. You niggas is weird, dog. Also, if I hear you blame my girl because she posted we was at lunch. Yo, guess how I know Roscoe's Chicken and Waffles is the famous Roscoe's Chicken and Waffles. Because every one of you niggas who ever been to Roscoe's posted a picture at the famous Roscoe's Chicken and Waffles. The world famous Roscoe's Chicken and Waffles. It's legitimately... Or tourist location Fam And now nigga Hold on I'm glad you said that Exactly how you said that Cause motherfuckers was like Yo But even niggas who live here Don't go to that one Somebody go there bitch I don't go I don't live here Motherfucker You know how many restaurants Closed post COVID And that one's still open Somebody go to that motherfucker It's still open for business I don't live here I don't know what Roscoe's Y'all niggas do or don't frequent You gotta touch you got to check in with King L.A. Fuck out of here. Because there is one person Fuck, that you may not know. Why do perpetuate that shit? Y'all niggas perpetuating extortion. No, no, no. But listen, you when you touch down, you got to go into some random neighborhood and say, hey, who's the king over here? Bro, who, who's bro, the holder of all the information bro, of everything West bro, Coast? Let me, let me talk about this shit, bro. These white motherfucking artists... Have just as much, if not more, fucking money than some of these black rappers, nigga. A lot of the black rappers we know be fronting about the money they got. 100%. It's rented, it's borrowed, and it ain't theirs. It's that plated shit. Come on, nigga. Oh, yeah, don't get me on the it ain't real. We ain't gonna talk about it. But when these white artists come to LA, they're not checking in with the Hells Angels. Them niggas ain't going to the Hells Angels and saying, hey, I'm here, can you protect me, dog? No, because I'm here and I don't got shit to worry about. Because the black people that's out there robbing these motherfuckers ain't robbing the white people with money. Y'all not robbing the car that Y'all know where the fuck Calabasas at? They sitting there with bread. They sitting there. It's right there. Bro, we from Detroit. We know for a fact that in the metro area, the people with real long money are in Troy. They in Royal Oak. They in Birmingham. They in Beverly Hills. We got a Beverly Hills, Michigan, nigga. We know that Oakland County is one of the richest, wealthiest counties in the entire world. Not the country, not the state, the fucking world, nigga. Oakland County got real long money, nigga. Orchard Lake, all that shit. Commerce, all that shit. Y'all not going out there robbing these niggas. Let me ask you a question. Do you think... If Jack Harlow went to that Roscoe's, he'd have been robbed and killed. Nobody would have touched Jack Harlow. That is, Jack Harlow would have been not only safe, the same nigga that probably shot PNB Rock would have got a picture off with Jack Harlow, nigga. Because we not going at them like that. We not. It's us, nigga. Black Lives Matter. Bro, it's fucking us, dog. Real shit. Y'all niggas is just as much frauds as the motherfuckers who made Black Lives Matter go from a statement to an organization and then bought six houses off y'all dumbass money. Come on, dog. These niggas is out here talking about, oh, you got to check in. You got to, he should have called somebody. Nigga, I'm not getting extorted to go to fucking L.A. Fuck is wrong with you? I pay this nigga now. Now I got to pay him every time I come out there. Or then if I don't, the niggas he rolled with going to touch me. Come on, bro. Like, bro, y'all niggas just lean into shit. Why the fuck is y'all niggas... Oh, well, he shouldn't have been wearing no jewelry. He shouldn't have been driving that car in that neighborhood. Bitch, the airport is 10 minutes from that fucking Roscoe's. How the fuck I'm going to go around that neighborhood to get to the airport? I can't go through the neighborhood in this car. How am I going to get to the airport? 
You ever been in the car somewhere and you ain't ate and your girl hungry and Man. you about to go somewhere and you be like, oh, we got to stop and get something to eat. Got to. Oh, and it probably makes sense to stop close to the airport, right? Yeah. You ever been with your girl and y'all go somewhere and it's like a touristy location that's what real famous? This? Do you know his girlfriend? No, no. Like, is she famous? She's a very popular influencer on the gram. Oh, is she? Yeah. Okay. Um, okay. I, I wasn't aware of her, but with all this. Because I'm like... Everybody blamed her posting a location. Like, do do y'all do, think, do we know to follow but here's her? The thing, to find why out y'all think at? goons was following her? Like, I, I, I don't know her. That's what I'm trying to figure out. Like, I y'all think niggas that deep in the streets or that broker that bummy was no. on her page? Follow her just in case she posts where they at together. <laughs> also, could be a thing. Why I did everybody conveniently know. ignore it? And again, this don't matter because I'm I'm gonna get on my location rant in a minute. But why they conveniently ignored it? He posted their location first. The picture in the parking lot. When they first pulled up, he posted it. Y'all thought the plate and the table food was... <sighs> but okay. Let me get back. Don't wear jewelry. Don't drive a nice car. Don't don't feed the wolves. That's what y'all telling me. Don't go in front of these hungry-ass wolves, whoever the fuck these wolves are. Okay, why the fuck we so cool with telling niggas... And I'm with it. I'm with precaution. Take precaution, nigga. We from Detroit. We know, hey... Probably shouldn't go to the gas station too late at night. But if you need to go get gas, you might just go, nigga. I know it's risky, and we know the precaution, but if I fucking need gas and it's 1 a.m. It's your fault you die. Oh, come on, man. So I either run out of gas on the lodge near Dexter and Davidson, or Dexter and Linwood, or I go to the gas station and get killed. Either way, it's my fault, right? I used to live there, too. Oh, come on, man. Um... <laughs> Don't so okay Don't do that I'm with precautions How about this What's that How about You ain't shit mm. If you don't got gold mm. Jewelry Cars mm. And money mm. It's the thing that we glorify And then When you actually Get that stuff And get murdered for it You get Talked about in your death For having gold Money man, Cars man, And jewelry So you damned if you do And damned if you don't Right I'm saying Cause if you don't got the shit You ain't made it You ain't shit We don't have these materials That fucking qualify us As a nigga who made it out the hood But if you got that shit You better not come back to the hood But if you don't come back to the hood When you get that shit You fake as hell You fake as hell For not fucking with the hood But if you build in the hood Nip Rest in peace You might get killed in the hood Nigga Bro, we cannot win as black men, bro. Like, from the outside looking in, can you understand why there's a large, there's certain groups of people who don't fuck with black people? Man. I'm not saying it's right because it's not. We understand the nuance. But, like, from the outside looking in, because most cultures are not integrated. Mm -hmm. I said on the pod, like, last week on Shop Talk, I don't know no Chinese people. Mm. One or two. Yeah. How many... How many Polish people do you know? How many I don't think none. How many people from Albania do you know? What do you know about Albanians? Nigga none. The only Albanians that a lot of people know are the Kardashians. Now, does that is that yeah. how all Kardashians I mean how all, all Yeah. Like we just don't know. You know what I mean? So look. One of my homeboys uh moved to Iowa. Mm-hmm. It's like 93% white. Well, you know what? Ver- no, I'm sorry. Vermont is the whitest place in the country. Oh. It's like 95% white. Yeah. And that 4% has everybody else. What do you think they know about black people? Zero. What? What they see on TV and music. Quite literally, there are people in Vermont mm-hmm. where uh, Bernie Sanders is from mm-hmm. who've never met a black person. Facts. If 96% 
of the population is white. Mm-hmm. You have quite possibly never met a black person. I've been to um to uh, Boise, Idaho, and I've never seen more white people in my life than okay. I did in Boise, Idaho. I'm not saying it's right for you yeah. to judge yeah. a whole a group of people off the, the the misfortunes of some. Yeah, but that's what we do. Yeah. We because, do it all the time because we won't fuck with white people Mm-mm. because they evil, they racist. The Bro, whole when I was up, in Boise, right? I was there for work. I literally didn't leave my room. But like we understand that some white people is racist. Some mm-hmm. of them had slaves. The whole nine are no mm-hmm. way. I've had slaves. Mm-hmm. Uh, but like, and we what for the most part we get people it. People will white right off, right off the <laughs> <laughs> whole. Like I'm not surprised why there are people who won't fuck with us. Yeah. I'm not surprised why there are police who won't show up. Oh, yeah. Like I don't want to deal with with the madness that we perpetuate, bro. And not and it's the it's only a few though. Mm-hmm. The large majority of your hood ain't bad. It's a couple people in your hood that's doing all the madness shit. It's the it's the the, the minority messes it up for the majority. But I'm not surprised when we glorify certain things. Myself included. Yeah. It's my favorite form of music. It was my favorite yeah. form of music. Yeah. When um when when people keep telling me, yo, it's the worst Roscoe's ever. Don't everybody know you don't fuck with that Roscoe's on Manchester. Don't go over there. That not that Roscoe's, not that Roscoe's, not that Roscoe's. So if it's that bad over there, y'all think that the people over there in that that bad, that fucked up of a neighborhood who clearly waiting on somebody to come over there with a couple dollars or who look like they got a couple dollars, y'all think they needed to see her gram to rob this nigga and kill him? Or could they have just seen that car and been like, yo, it's a nigga on the block? Or what what don't what look like it don't belong over here? Or he could have walked in, I seen him walk in and be like, Hey yo, P and B up here. Yo, who nigga? It's a lick. Boom. Y'all ain't never thought that? Motherfuckers disrespectful online. Yo, I had to unfollow one of my friends. And this is a real friend. I've known her since like eighth fucking grade. Had to unfollow her. And I don't normally unfollow motherfuckers. I don't block motherfuckers. I don't even debate motherfuckers. I just ignore motherfuckers. But I had to unfollow her. She was tagging old girl. That's in the, every post, come on, man. dumb bitch. Um, you don't know virtual signaling. You don't. You don't know nothing about this street shit, niggas. I'm telling y'all, stop getting a little pretty at whatever her name is. Bitches like this. Get you a bitch who know how to move in the streets and won't Get post your line. Like da, 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 da. Nigga, three posts before all that, she tagged her location exactly where she was at. But you telling her don't tag location. All you niggas. And I called y'all out on Facebook. But y'all niggas think everything I post on Facebook is funny. No, I'm making you niggas. I'm, uh, realize your hypocrisies, nigga. All you niggas that was at that little stupid ass fucking auto show charity ball the other day on Friday. Um, for those who don't know, we have the North American International Auto Show here in Detroit every fucking year. This year, it's randomly at the end of summer for whatever fucking reason. And on the Friday before it starts officially to the public, there's a charity ball. Where that charity goes, who the fuck knows? City ain't seen it but whatever that's beside the point every nigga who was there was posting a location every if i wanted to pull up on any of you tuxedo wearing ass niggas i could have pulled up tux and chucks come on goons i could have brought all the goons up there and we could have had a field day with you niggas but it ain't happened you want to know why because you don't deserve it <clears throat> you don't deserve that <clears throat> you don't deserve to kill <clears throat> another human being just because and you know why why else because no they don't deserve that they also can move normally because mm, 
Most people post their location all the fucking time and they don't get killed behind it. That's why Instagram has it. Come on, bro. You think if this was a real serious thing that was happening across the board to every nigga who ever posted their location with a couple dollars, that Instagram will still have that feature? My nigga, I was the king of 7 Eleven in Royal Oak on Foursquare. I, che- <laughs> I checked in every single place. I was battling it. Like, I'm Rest the in peace, Foursquare. Is that shit still alive? It's been morphed into Twitter or some shit. <laughs> but like in real life, yeah. you post that bitch and, and it said Jay Johnson is the king of <laughs> this place. I was the king of LA Fitness. I'm like, and you go there every day to, to yeah. I, I drive by. Nigga had a routine. Don't have a routine. Come on, Come on. I'm checking in my location. Y'all can see it. And it's a routine. I'm here every fucking day. You ain't never get killed. God bless. Thank God. God bless. God bless, thank God, you still here. So what I'm saying is, y'all niggas, again, I don't care about precautions. Yo, maybe you don't post your location. Maybe you don't wear these jewels. But also, maybe y'all stop telling motherfuckers how not to be a victim and start telling motherfuckers how not to commit crimes. Y'all not telling niggas stop killing. Y'all not telling niggas stop robbing. Y'all glorifying bums, nigga. Niggas is out here scamming and fucking robbing. And y'all telling them, oh, these the niggas that got money. I'm with them in the club. It's up. No, nigga. You keep welcoming in criminals into your circle. Come on. You don't never ostracize the people who need to be ostracized. Come on, dog. If it's a child molester, you don't bring them to the family gathering next week. (sighs) But if you know a nigga that scam, right? Mm. Who ain't been scammed before? Mm. Who, who credit card ain't been hacked or the mm. debit card ain't been hacked? But you bring the scammers in, like, oh, it's all good. Niggas is doing what they got to do. Is it? Bro, I got a, a, a young homie still locked up, I think. I don't even fucking know. But a nigga I knew, man, young dude, could have did whatever he wanted. Nigga chose to scam. He got caught up because he was scamming big time. Nigga, real cars. Bentley shit, nigga. Ch- that nigga changed his whole credit profile off to scamming, nigga. Was getting to it. I can name so many Detroit chicks that was talking that big money shit. He ain't had no money. He stole from niggas with money. You don't you don't you, you don't get the the props of being a nigga with money when you steal for a living. Come on. That's but the, but the, the fucked up part is they do. That's where that's why society fucked up right now. Cause the niggas that's stealing and then saying I got money even though you stole from niggas with money, they getting boosted. Y'all niggas is lit. Y'all, y'all glorify them niggas got 40,000 followers on the gram because they get into it every week. Bitch, he's stealing cards. What's wrong with y'all? Y'all glorify the stupidest shit. But then when a nigga says, yo, man, I want to go have fucking lunch with my girl before we go do whatever the fuck we about to do. And he get robbed and killed. It's his fault. It's his girl fault for posting location. When do it become the niggas committing the crimes fault? Well, you know, black. You know some people not gonna take accountability for nothing. Come on, dog. It's always gonna be another person fought. No matter like, what. God damn, I ain't see one nigga say, yo, hey, we don't have a suspect in this shit right now, nigga. But the police even said we think they find You wanna know why they said it? Cause the internet said it. And you wanna know why the internet's or I'm sorry, why the police believe the internet? Because they don't have a fucking suspect. How you believe Enough to have an actual statement go out that we think they found him because old girl posted a location you and you ain't who, talked to him. You don't know who did it. Who is he? Who is he? Did he tell you why he did it? Come on. How now, y'all got that fucking now this man? The, this the most dangerous and dastardly shit I've seen under all this other shit. Mm-hmm. Somebody sent and it's been floating around a fake text message. Between the the girlfriend and somebody else, I saw that bullshit. Talking about dog. yo, come up here. I'm uh, I'm gonna post my location. Just come. Stop. 
This stop, y'all niggas is fucking weird, bro. I don't even know them. I know they ain't got no iPhone. But listen, (laughs) I mean, I know they ain't got no Android. It was Green Bubbles, or maybe the Killer. Who knows? But listen, why y'all doing that, fam? That grainy ass fucking clearly fake ass. How the fuck do it? This is some Android shit for real. How do screenshots get grainy? Because Android niggas' minds is fucking grainy. <laughs> like, I be seeing memes like, nigga, yeah. did this get faxed? Did it get, like, like a screenshot is a, an exact copy. How niggas do it is get drawing grainy? screenshots. They drawing it. Etch a sketch. Why do uh, Androids change the font? I don't like how we go to. Uh, we don't want Comic Sans on nothing. Come on, bro. You but they put it on everything. <laughs> we don't want it on nothing. They put it on everything. Yo, I don't know why. The internet hates Comic Sans. Bro, it's fucking. Uh. So, um, the girlfriend wrote on her page The mother of his children. The mother of his check. Man, he got killed. I saw somebody say. She posted that because she a groupie and she wanted people to know that she was on a date with a rapper. The rapper that fuck out of here. That that is the father of my child. Come on, like I'm not a regular person. Nigga, I seen somebody else post some fake shit. Um, that ended up fucking sitting on Twitter for a while with a billion comments and and retweets. Yo, uh, real shit. She just took out a life insurance policy the week before. Who think they Hutch? Come on, man. Remember, everybody knew the streets knew exactly what was going on with Hutch. Come on, man. Fucking dusty ass lawyer set the shit up. Come on, man. Like, all right. So she said, um, "I, Stephanie. I'm not gonna try to pronounce her last name. Just a bit. Uh, I don't want to fuck it up. Um, who's currently devastated by losing my boyfriend, PNB Rock, who got killed right in front of me at she Roscoe's. PNB Rock, or she added him." No, no, no. She just typed out PNB Rock. Mm. It's a lot of kind of errors in this statement, so I'm cleaning it up um, as I read. But she said, who got killed right in front of me at Roscoe's House of Chicken and Waffles in Los Angeles. Um, for those who don't know, he was an American rapper, singer, and songwriter. He has a big crowd of fans who love him dearly. He was such a great man, a great father figure to his kids, and absolutely the greatest human being to ever exist. I loved him to death, and life went past me when I saw him fighting for his life at that restaurant. And all to speak, a part of me feels awfully miserable because everyone's blaming me for what happened. I never intended for this to happen and wish to God I could have that moment back. I'm here to ask the community for help for his family. Anything helps. Thank you guys. And may the good Lord be with us all. Um, y'all are blaming her and making her feel worse than you already feel when you sit and see your loved one get shot in the chest and die in front of you. Like, I don't need to feel worse than that. You know what I'm saying? Like, you niggas are unempathetic as fuck, bro. Yo, why you kill that man? Oh. The other part Like I don't want you To be a robber Come on bro You couldn't just rob him though <sighs> You see what that you? shit Fat Joe said Yeah I seen a clip of I, I didn't love it uh-huh. Well I only seen a clip of Basically They were saying Stop telling people Stop to post the location And tell people They shouldn't be murderers That's the clip I saw him say No um, He went on to say I'm not against them Robbing him Caught him Rob him Cool But why you gotta kill him I don't know if the I, don't I know get if what he's saying. I don't know if it's literal, because he did say I used to rob people for a living. No, no, no. <laughs> I know exactly what the terror squad used to do. Nigga. I mean, he said on the clip on the yeah, show, he's like, yeah. I used to rob, and he, people started laughing like, no, don't laugh. Yeah, no, it's this not, is real. This is real. The fact Joe, a lot of y'all know, 
was a goon, nigga. <laughs> like the big punt, them niggas was really different back in the day. It's called the terror squad for a reason. No, and they were absolutely terrors in the streets, that. nigga. If it's not even rappers, mm-hmm. before we knew rap, yep. if there's a crew running around the streets called the terror squad, mm. I don't want no fucking parts. Bro, them niggas was literally known for their knife game. Same way the locks was known for their knife game. Them Rough Riders niggas, known for. And niggas was like, back in the day, when you heard a fucking bunch of motorcycles, nigga, you left. Because nine times out of ten, Styles was with the knife. And Styles the, went <laughs> to prison for stabbing a nigga in the ass. Come on. Like, up to. Like, yeah. Like, <laughs> come on, man. And here's the thing, bro. I don't. I, I grew up. Niggas know I talk about my pops on this pod all the time. I grew up with one of them type of goons. That's what he did. My pops robbed the niggas who sold dope. Because y'all niggas got the money. So I get it. But I don't get it, nigga. Because, yo, bro, y'all niggas don't have to do none of this shit. Why is that man? That man should not have died, period. It's no reason. I don't give a fuck. Y'all saying, oh, don't wear the jewelry. Well, don't sell it. Fuck, nigga. Somebody going to buy it. Maybe they should sue. Come on. Come on. They should sue the manufacturers of the gold. Matter of fact, they should sue BMW and nah, the manufacturers bro. because you know, I'm sorry, I'm not nah, go there. Nah. But listen, this how the circular logic is like. Yeah. Oh, it got to be somebody's fault. It's the bro. gold fault. Nah, it's time to get at the beers. It's been too long, nigga. Y'all out here What's making diamonds. Come on, bro. Y'all making diamonds. Yeah. I got to get at you now because y'all getting us killed. Fuck the fact that we the ones doing the killing. Y'all getting us killed, bro. We live in Detroit. Again. We know the hood spots where the niggas with money or who look like they got money be at. You know what you can't tell the difference of? Hmm. Well, for me, for being out of town, when I'm in the hood in L.A., because mm. all this shit look the same. Man. I've been out to L.A. Palm trees know, like a motherfucker. I don't know when I'm in the hood. In Detroit or in certain areas, you know exactly when you in the fucking hood. Yeah. Because it ain't no fucking house. <laughs> like, it's dirty outside. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's trash, man. man. <laughs> it's all fucked up, but, you know. But, but you know what's funny, though? Like, niggas might not know, even in Detroit, some of the shit that's a hood spot. You might not know when you spot. had Duo in North Bar in Southfield. You might think because if you're from out of town. Yeah. Hey, I heard about Southfield. My cousin uh, who lived in Southfield, they had a beautiful house. Nigga, pull up to Duo. Well, Southfield's 76% black now. Southfield's 70% hood out this motherfucker, but... Nigga, the Southfields, the Starters, every location, the fucking Mandy's, the Teresa's. Niggas got chains and rings and all. got the scrapping in Teresa's this weekend. Uh, I seen footage on crime in the D. Nigga, we seen it a month ago. We seen it's always happening, but it's like, nigga, y'all not telling these niggas stop coming up here with your jewels on and your $3,000 glasses on and your motherfucking car rimmed up. Y'all not warning them like that. Y'all not. But when a nigga get killed, then all of a sudden after the fact, it's. Yo, why was he wearing that? Because, nigga, the last time he wore it, he got bitches in the spot. All the niggas was over there surrounding them. They was popping bottles. It was cool. Nigga through the woods. The nigga throw some buffs. I got some woods, by the way. I heard Dame call you out on the pod. I'm like, oh, Dame trying to set Jay up. <laughs> nigga trying to. <laughs> Come he, on. He posted my location. Come on. That nigga put your fucking location. <laughs> you see how he post my Chris Rock location? Well, not that I could, because my phone was. <laughs> nigga, they, they was saving lives in that bitch, nigga. I didn't post none of my locations. Bro, but I just, I don't know. I, I really hate how we can be. Both victim and assailant in our own death. I just hate how black lives don't matter. Come on, man. You can and say it's funny. all that shit you want to say, and I never used to understand that because I used to be like, 
Because Black Lives Matter means what's really directed to the police. Mm-hmm. Was like police and white people. Yeah, but like it should matter for us too. But you remember when niggas was saying that in 2020 after George Floyd, Breonna Taylor, Ahmaud Arbery, rest in peace to them kings and that queen. Um, when niggas was saying that in 2020, you was old uh, Uncle Tom ass nigga for saying that in 2020, right? Like yo, black my no, my black life still needs to matter to the cops and the white people. Yeah, it need to matter in the hood too. But it gotta matter in the hood because yo, we really are killing us. Like that's happening, you and we it? are doing it at a higher clip than the fucking cops and the white people. Like <laughs> Simba said, "Like y'all niggas in the hood kill more niggas than police." Come on, bro. And that and and I, that's the same uh, gesture as Black Lives Need to Matter to Black People, bro. I'm not saying nothing different. He just wrapped it. Guess what? I I can't act like I don't understand. When I hear a white person say they don't matter to man, such and such, it, it, it irritates me. It yes, irritates me as fuck because that ain't what we talking about in that moment usually. It gets under my skin. But am I really confused why they would say that statement? Bro, I don't understand why we can check the white person and be like, no, that's not what we talking about. But we can't check ourselves and say we need to make sure we revisit this combo though because we still need to talk about it. Because they was right. We ain't going to tell them. Yo, no, I'm never going to tell them because this can be handled internally. But you know what we're doing internally? Infighting. You know what we doing internally? Supporting, Blaming the victim. No, internally we supporting that shit. Hmm. Hmm. We supporting that shit. Niggas hmm. act like this blood and crip shit and all these gang shit. It's it's well, you know, that's just been the culture out here. Come on, man. Change the culture. Bro. And yeah, I get that to change the culture requires a fundamental change. You know so what fundamentally you know, change it, nigga. You know what it, you know what it takes? Hmm. It takes <laughs> it takes Nick Cannon Chirac movie. Come on, man. Come on, man. You tell me. I don't give a fuck what nobody. Which niggas hate say. it. I don't give a fuck what nobody will care say. But you tell me, if women would not get no pussy or no attention to niggas who was in the streets, niggas would not be in the streets. Oh, niggas would calm the fuck down today. Every nigga. single thing you do is for the, the today, love and attention nigga. of a woman. Come on, bro. Tell me I'm lying. Come on, bro. They would stop today, nigga. Nigga, did I shave my head when I had COVID? No, I wasn't gonna <laughs> see no. <laughs> I wasn't gonna see no women. Nigga. Jay said it. 20 years ago, SWAT niggas get haircuts, try to dress fly. Like, none of this matters without a woman's attention. If if women hold scammers and say, you weak-ass nigga, you a digital cat burglar. They'll stop scamming. Immediately. Or they'll be hiding that shit. Man. Niggas be acting like they're going to work. Man. They'll have to get it together, nigga. Um, women hold the power of everything. That's a fact. I don't give a fuck what we say about the chauvinist. The whole, women hold the power of everything. Stop blaming the two people who were directly impacted by that shooting at the moment that shooting happened for that shooting happening. They didn't do nothing wrong or abnormal, bro. Somebody killed them or killed him. Yo, if a nigga at me, I'm going to come find you. Mm. You you feel mm. me? My loved one died in front of me and you at me and yeah. talking shit. Yeah. I don't give a fuck how much it yeah. costs. I'm reverse tracing that I that, that IP address. I'm getting it all. I'm I'm finding you. The internet, I, I say it all the time, the internet I'm made go you one, niggas. Matter of fact, you gonna you gonna at me, I'm gonna go to your page, see one of them locations you posted, mm. and I'm gonna come to your city. <laughs> Not only did the internet make you niggas weird, it made you niggas bold. How you that bold to at that woman? And say, bitch, you dumb as fuck for posting that location. You're the reason that nigga did. What? I'm what? A nigga, he, he, he passed away and lost his life because a nigga is a bum. 
Period. There's, Point blank. There's it's, a there's a bum who does not want to work for a living who would take the life of someone else if it means that I don't have to work. Yeah, that's it. Niggas are very creative. I forget what I posted last week. Somebody said it, but they are creatively lazy. Mm. I will find. Mm. You know, ambitiously lazy. Mm. I will find so many different ways not to actually produce work. Man. How to steal. I'm so ambitiously lazy Man. and unproductive that Man. I would rather take your life than to. I would rather take your life. I would rather sell drugs. But you know why we I'd do rather, all that? I would rather steal identities. God forbid I actually got to go work 40 hours or more at a job I don't particularly like to pay bills like 97% of the rest of the society. Bro, that work shit, money too slow. Oh, I got to learn a trade or go to school or learn a craft or start a business. You know what's real slow? Man. Prison time. Oh, prison slow as fuck. Yo, real shit. I asked this question. Why aren't niggas going into the bird? I know it's a nigga right now in Birmingham sitting outside of fucking Churchill's with more money than PNB Rock. Why niggas ain't over there right now robbing that man? He'll probably give it up easy too. It's insured, nigga. I got real money. Why they ain't robbing him? Don't tell me you scared of uh, Birmingham PD. You scared to go to prison in Oakland County, but you ain't scared to kill your brother? Nigga, they shoot at black cops. They shoot at cops in the city of Detroit all the time. Come on. How come y'all don't shoot at the cops? Y'all ain't shooting back at Troy PD. Y'all niggas robbed from fucking Somerset and nigga try to run away on foot trying to get away from them. Why y'all ain't bust? Because y'all busting at DPD. That's crazy. Y'all busting at. I don't get why all of a sudden because niggas keep talking about, oh, nigga, these niggas ain't got no codes. These niggas, the wolves don't got no rules. They don't got no. They got something because they scared to do it over there where them people for sure got money. And where they giving it up easy. But no, nigga, they ain't killing Batman parents in 2022. They not. Batman parents can walk, walk right up the alley, nigga. I live in Detroit. In the city. Dead smack in the middle of downtown. Y'all Oh, there go my location. Pardon me. Who? Huh. Let me watch my life. Um, it's a difference when niggas is walking up and down them downtown streets. When they going up Cass Avenue. When they going up fucking Mac. When they doing all that. And when white people do white people doing that shit like they don't got a care in the fucking world, bro. It don't cross my mind to do nothing bad to you. Come on, man. And that's just because of the culture that I was raised in. Mm. They was raised in the culture we like. It don't cross my mind. Hold on. So and what if, you saying? And, and about this. How about this? If the if the non-black person who's walking down the street see you mm -hmm. and cross the street, they wrong and they racist. Oh, they wrong as fuck and they racist. But what you saying is... But, but we should know what neighborhoods not to go in. Yeah. But if they was in the neighborhood and noticed what we should already know and act on them noticing it, they they're racist. racist. But you said something at the beginning of that. You said you wasn't raised like that. You weren't taught to hurt somebody just because they look like they could be a victim. They look like food. They look like you wasn't raised. To believe that you should hurt another human being for nothing. So what you're saying is. Because you're still a part of the culture right. I mean this is this week in culture. So we still a part of the culture. So this ain't cultural. Is what the real problem is. Y'all niggas ain't teaching it. This is criminal. It's criminal. Y'all not teaching these motherfucking kids. What not to do. Y'all glorifying bullshit. And you pretending that the kids who coming up. Looking at the shit you glorify. Ain't listening. 
You pretend they not reading that. You pretend they not hearing that. They not seeing that. Y'all letting these niggas get on Instagram when they fucking seven years old and they on there seeing all this bullshit all day. And by the time they get old enough, they picking up the strap and they robbing and killing. Y'all letting these fucking bum ass niggas go out here and instead of encouraging them to get them a job and work their way up, y'all letting these niggas think that going out and robbing somebody and coming up quick is the way to go. The culture ain't bad. Y'all not fucking teaching people what they need to be taught. So instead of teaching people how not to be a victim, teach them how not to be criminals. That's it. This don't murder people, man. Come on, man. I mean, that's not a very hard lesson. Damn. I said it on Facebook. Like, yo, it seemed like it'd be a lot easier to... Because have you ever seen somebody tell you, let's say... A girl you know who you might care about her future and her well-being. She ain't got to be like a girl you dating or nothing. You just care about her. Want her to make the right decisions. Make good moves. Say she pay, posting like some racy shit on the gram or whatever. Maybe she even make money off it. Maybe she got OnlyFans and make a couple dollars. I don't know. And you tell her, yo, I only think you need hey, to be putting that shit business, on there. Nigga. Shut up. Stay out of women business. Don't tell me what to post. You don't control my Instagram. None of that shit. But now y'all telling niggas they can't post their location? Well, hold on, man. Which one is it? Can I post what I want to post or not? Nah? Because if you post some butt naked shit online and a nigga comes and God forbid does something to you because of some butt naked shit you posted online, he not right for that. I mean, the whole argument that I see on Twitter a lot of times is um, why y'all keep telling women how to protect themselves and why don't you tell men not huh. to be, um, huh. like violent rapists and creepy and shit like that? Come on. Like that's the that's the that's the exact argument that I see, and this is the exact same fucking point that we trying to make right now. But they not hearing it, they not hearing it. No, don't tell me not to wear the jewelry that I fucking earned the money to go buy. Don't tell me not to drive the car that I earned the money to go get. Don't tell me not to to get the things that you tell me I'm not shit if I don't have them. They telling us not to go get the shit that they glorify. That's crazy. Yeah, man. Y'all um, niggas is weird, man. It's weird. Um, had to go on that aside real quick. Rest in peace, PNB Rock, man. Um, and y'all niggas just stop being fucking weirdos. This shit getting old, bro. No, stop being criminals. Stop being criminals, man. It like it was, like stop being criminals. Don't kill people. No, no, no. Stop being bums. Go get a job, my nigga. Go get a job. And if the job you're able to get doesn't amass the shit that you want, be better, nigga. Continue to grow. Continue to elevate. Go learn something. Figure out a better way to get there legally. Stop fucking robbing and killing people, man. There's something wrong with you niggas, dog. Huh. All right. On a lighter note, but also equally as sad to me, um, Flatbush Misdemeanors canceled after two seasons on Showtime, man. Fucking tragedy, dog. Huh. I had a feeling that's what that's what time it was. I mean, we've been talking about it for a while. Um, we talked about it after we actually after we first interviewed Dan in the interview that y'all will never hear. Um, cause some of the questions we asked him, the answer kind of sounded, you know, real vague. Real vague, real, you know, maybe we know something, maybe we don't. Um, same with Kev, you know. And then we saw the finale. And we was like, yo, the way they ended that. Like, this is a little bit too final for me. It, it felt very end. Like, but it also felt like, hey, maybe it was open ended. Maybe they come back with a whole new plot season three or a whole new set of adventures. I don't fucking know. Um, but unfortunately, pod favorite will not be back for season three. I will say this. Uh, 
those who listen to the pod and listen and watch the show, uh, you know, they friends of the show forever. Mm-hmm. Whatever they do, we supporting them niggas a hundred percent. So whatever next show Dan is writing on or he on or we what, there. Kev. Whatever Kev writing on. Yeah, we own anything them niggas is working on, bro. Yeah. Um, with it's funny when we was interviewing Kev, and he told us he was up here at the at the comedy joint downtown with um, fuck, what's dog name? Played his dad, Ali, Ali, Ali Shahid. Um, he said he was at Ali's show downtown the week prior to our interview. <laughs> nigga, we damn near went off on the nigga like we had. We said, nigga, he was in the city with the. And we told him next time you hear it, get at us. Um, we meant that. <laughs> so whenever Kevin and all them checked us out, uh, Dan, any of y'all, y'all got a show, stand up, we there. Y'all working on something, we watching. Yo, um I Ali Sadiq, uh <laughs> I call him Ali Shay. <laughs> yo, shout out to Try. Or Sadiq Ali, low key. Facts. But yo, he quickly becoming one of the best storytellers of all time. Mm. Like, of course, we heard the Mexican yeah, yeah. I, yeah. was, I sent one to Lou about these jail stories is fucking amazing. Mm-hmm. Uh, about these two giant niggas <laughs> who's had his pose off in prison during like the NAACP <laughs> awards or some shit. I'm like, yo, a bodybuilder nigga like uh, Mr. You, he. Yo, shout out to Lou, by the way. Facts, my nigga winning, dog. <laughs> my nigga winning, bro. I really, I, I, he wanted them too, and he wasn't like happy about mm-hmm. it. I didn't want to tell him that he should yeah. be happy because you can't tell a nigga he should be happy. But nah, yeah, I'm proud as hell. Yo, nigga, bro, bro, um, I known this nigga Lou a long, long time, man. Let's go back to like Bobian Middle School. Um, like he this nigga changed his body, bro. He went in competitions that I've heard about for decades. Come on, bro. That like Arnold Schwarzenegger was yeah, in, and, yeah. and like, like no, yo, this is like real bodybuilding shit. Like Ronnie Coleman. Come on, like, bro. Come on, man. You went in the Ronnie Coleman classic, nigga. Like what? Super heavyweight ass, nigga, bro. That's fucking crazy. That's incredible, dog. That's and fucking crazy. I've I've watched this nigga transform. Like again, I I knew him since we was young, so we barely hitting puberty when I knew this nigga. We went to college together. I've known this nigga through. I've literally seen his body transform into this like Hulk ass shit, bro. And it's like, yo, one, it makes me think it's really incredible what the human body can do yes. if you commit to something. Um, either way, right? Because uh, bad health, it's incredible how bad your fucking body can get. But my nigga's just out here really fucking working, man. Um, Remember, Lou used to send out the words of the day every day. I got them every all day. in my email, and not I say only all up and randomly because yeah. I got them in a voter, and yep. randomly whenever I go to it, it's the exact thing I needed to hear. So that's the other part that I think is so dope about the journey my nigga is on right now. He building. A fucking legendary run of competitions right now, but also through this whole shit, he helping other people get their mind right, get their health right, get their bodies to their goals. <laughs> like my nigga still working. He really do this for a living. Yeah. While I'm also training to be the b- fucking best bodybuilder I could be. Man, my nigga working, dog. Shout out to my nigga Lou. I'm proud of him, man. Um, it was something else I wanted to run by. All right, we talk Flatbush. Salute to my guys one more time. Uh, Flatbush gave us two of the funniest, most brilliantly written comedy like seasons that I've seen in a very long time. And um, if you a fan of shit you like Curb, I'm about to go on. Uh, I wonder if they available on Apple Music and shit. Not Apple Music, but or uh, Apple TV. 
no, Apple. Or, iTunes. 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 Like I got purchase. to purchase. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Let's see. Um, I just really fucking love that show, dog. And I know a few people hit us up recently. Like, damn, nigga, they canceled it. I just started watching it. Finishing up season one I'm headed into season two Now I want to slow down Because I know it's the end Bro don't slow down man Run that shit up Run them streams up For my niggas um, Showtime y'all stupid And I, I feel a way When I get attached To a show personally like this Same shit happened with me And how to make it in America Like dog Y'all ending shit Before it really kick in the gear bro Nowadays, these niggas is counting numbers so fucking much. Y'all not letting the stories be told, dog. Nigga, but I knew it when I asked Dan. Um, I was like, yo, how do you feel about like all these different critics? Because they're critically acclaimed. Everybody tell you that shit, the show is great. But I asked them niggas, like, yo, how y'all feel about being called like Showtime's hidden gem and like this, all this little like boiler language that's basically saying. Mm, it's there but are you watching it Nigga and the niggas Was just like yo we kind of love the position dog Because we still underdogs yeah And I'm just like damn man like I don't I ain't one of the niggas That love when my niggas is underdogs And then when they come up I start hating I really want the best for them two niggas man So them my nigga Drew Doughty Everybody involved with the show man Fucking salute Two great seasons bro I'm really happy about it um, Cause I know y'all about to work on Some more brilliant shit you know? Yo H- Yo HBO Pick Come on up. man Like HBO Grab that Kevin already over there Writing for Michael Che I mean They in that 30 minute bag too So You know HBO Y'all love that 30 minute shit Man Here you go Throw it on HBO Max Where you know what I'm saying The viewership can be a little Different Cause this is a show on HBO That um I don't know if niggas is watching. I've talked about it on the pod before. Industry. Um, I think it's one of the best shows on TV. Two seasons running. Brilliant finance drama. Um, it's written so fucking well that it's kind of hard for me to follow at times because they using words and I'm just like, <laughs> oh shit, let me Google. But it's like great. And I don't necessarily know if niggas is watching and season two finale is actually about to air and like, oh, it's on right now at nine o'clock. And I'm like, damn, I hope my season, my show get a third season, bro. Cause this shit just getting weird with these views and these networks getting rid of shit, man. And, yo, to the niggas that was hitting us, like, yo, how this get canceled, but uh, The Shy on season six or P-Valley about to do season three. Unfortunately, niggas is watching that shit. They getting a lot of views, dog. Like, Lena, when that shit happened with Jason Mitchell, she switched it up and literally targeted a whole new demographic. That she never necessarily ignored, but she specifically targeted. Season three. We started with a lesbian wedding when we opened season three, nigga. Wow. Between a character who we didn't even know and the mom of two kids who we thought the show was finna be based around, nigga. And it was like, nope, I'm going after a whole new market, whole new demographic, because I need to figure out a way to keep these views going now that I just lost my star. And then we know what P Valley doing. With that same demographic But you can't be mad at them niggas For having their seasons continue When they getting the views dog And unfortunately You know With, with uh, Flatbush They shit was just good fucking comedy dog Like You either knew about it or you didn't man But and with these networks dog You can't be underground nigga I guess Whatever though That shit is trash Rest in peace Flatbush That was my shit man I'm gonna watch that season one All the way through two like probably this weekend coming up 
Um, what else going on? Oh, you seen this controversy around uh, the Woman King? Uh, controversy? No, bro. Shit was kind of uh, kind of interesting. Let me go to the full article. So, well, I know like some people uh, uh, don't want to. Um, they like yo. Why? Why is this about women or some shit? Like that? No, no, no. This uh, this is actually controversy from black people. Women included um, They're saying that The tribe that the movie is based off of uh, The Dahomey tribe The Dahomies? Yeah <laughs> The Dahomey tribe Which had an all-female military The Agoji tribe Or, I'm sorry, the Agoji is the military In the movie, they're presented as this empowering fucking group But in fact, they were heavily involved in the slave trade So, time out I did talk to my cousin mm -hmm. about the movie because everybody who who seen this movie said this shit was fucking amazing. Mm -hmm. By the way, I've heard nothing but great things. Bro. And the movie is fictional, but the the people the are real. Tribes are real, yeah. Just as the joint we seen with Idris Elba, Lightning with the Blam Blams, mm -hmm. Jay Z, mm -hmm. uh, uh, Harder They Fall, Harder They yeah. Fall, like. Yo, the people are real, but the story is fictional. Yeah. Like, we can accept that there. Can we accept this here? So, with that one, they could accept it, I don't know, because it was fucking Idris Elba or something. But with Viola, they like, no. Nah. That tribe was involved in fucking slave trade. Um, They're saying that uh, they captured black slaves, sold them to Europeans through from the 17th to the 19th century. Um... Said that they basically made all the money to continue having this fucking dog ass tribe and this dog ass army that we're seeing glorified in the movie, um, because they were selling off black people. So they said they're whitewashing what this tribe was really involved in. I don't like it that's could, what they're accusing them of. Like I don't, I don't how do I? So now they at they at Sony. They saying they rewriting history. They minimizing the involvement that the Dahomey tribe had in the Atlantic slave trade, and that um, historians believe that the film is blurring the lines, making the Dahomey look like victims of circumstances when they were willing participants. Because y'all was out back then. Apparently, I just thought it was gonna I've, be a I've, dope. I've never heard of the Dahomey tribe. Me uh, neither. I've never heard of this thing, and a lot of people who's probably talking about it probably have never heard of that shit before. They did a quick Google search because. That's what you do when you're looking for some shit. I don't want to hear that shit, dog. Not that I don't believe it. I, I don't want to. I don't want to invest in this. Yeah. I I don't got the energy. I'm gonna watch the movie. I'm yeah. gonna think. If, I'm gonna tell you if it was good or not. And uh, I don't. Uh, white people was involved in the slave trade. So was the Come on, man. So was the queen. You know what's funny? We just today was the tenth day of her funeral. The tenth. So, day of her funeral was today live on television and y'all loved it y'all watched it they guess said who um, else was involved in guess who made the machines that killed a bunch of people hmm. uh, some ovens that killed a bunch of people hmm. ibm hmm. guess who secretly funded hitler hmm. walt disney Come on. They was cool. Come and on. I think Hitler actually drew some of the seven dwarfs. Bro. Because he was a painter the, and I seen some paintings that he made and the little characters look like the seven dwarfs. So you that's remember what the movie Inside Man was about. That's what I was about to bring up. The fucking uh, owner of the bank and Inside yeah. Man 
is literally loosely Spike based Lee. Spike Lee joint off of Walt Disney, nigga. You your ass was going to Disney on ice. Come on, I made billions off of fucking uh, Nazi Germany, and now I'm gonna spend the rest of my life trying to give it back to the world because I did something really evil for a lot of money. What he say in the movie? He said, "Yo, I could have said." He said they had a Jewish family that lived next to them that was like family friends and da da da. And he said I could have saved them, but the Nazis paid too well. Nigga, that's Walt Disney. But y'all niggas is all down there in Florida doing family trips for the weekend and shit. Let me ask you a question. What's happening? This you may know. I mean, it's rhetorical. Yeah. Do you think? And I have. I literally, I do not know the answer to this question. I'm not trying to make it seem like they are. Or they aren't. I'm literally asking this question. Okay. Do you think Sony is sitting around trying to figure out how we can make the Dahomey tribe and clean up their image? <laughs> the tribe that most people probably hadn't heard of before this like, movie. Do you think that's what's happening? No. No. Not at all. Not at all. Not at all. And here's the thing. Yo, Sony picked up the movie. I don't know who wrote this movie. I don't know. I don't know nothing. I never heard of this tribe before this movie. I didn't even know until I looked up the movie. How many people in the tribe? Come on. And fam, in real this, life, how many people in the tribe? But here's the the part that I'm I'm not getting. The Agoji, which is the women military that the movie is about. I don't know how much they were involved in the motherfucking slave. You know what I'm saying? Like, was that even their part? They was the military. I don't know that they was involved in selling slaves. So is that Wakanda? Essentially Is Wakanda The homies Come on Come on Is Wakanda the homies Come on Come on Is Chadwick The leader of the Of a slave trading Come on And guess what Uh What's the nigga name You don't like Uh Michael B. Jordan Yeah, yeah. He was coming to say it a day Oh Cause man. he basically said Yo we out here struggling Yo. You ain't helping Y'all niggas are selling slaves. And they got an all-female army. Come on. Over on the continent. Come on. Yo. Loosely based. Wakanda is the homies. Yo, uh, Macho sent in a, a Woman King voice note, I which is very you. relevant. He said no spoilers. Okay. See what my dog said. What up, aunt? What up, Jay? <laughs> it's your boy Macho from across the country. <laughs> Not the pond looking ass. Yo, Woman King. <laughs> Shit was good. No spoilers. Um, I enjoyed it. The acting was phenomenal, especially the young actress that played um, the young warrior. You know what I'm talking about if you've seen the movie. I don't want to spoil it too much, but I've been seeing, you know, some comments online that um, I really just didn't find fascinating. I actually heard someone say, or I read a tweet talking about how the movie didn't do well box office-wise because it was about the slave trade. Though it may have been loosely based on it, it was a lot deeper than that. And I didn't look at it as like a damn slave movie, but uh, I enjoyed the shit. I would, I would watch it again. Um, it had some good twists, turns. Some parts were predictable, but I enjoyed The Woman King. Shout out to Viola Davis. She's a goddamn monster. Facts. So, yeah, I enjoyed it, so I encourage y'all audience to go check it out. Um, I'm interested to hear what y'all think about it, if y'all have seen it. Um, so yeah, I'm here for it, man. I'm here for the reviews, even though I don't watch shit y'all reviewing right now. So <laughs> I'm just a fan. So peace and love, homies. If I hadn't go, if I hadn't gone to Chris Rock last night, I was gonna see it last night. Yeah, that's usually you know. But uh, I'm gonna see. It. I'll probably go see it on Thursday, so we can chop it up 
uh, next week. About yeah, it. I'm gonna definitely see it sometime either this week or this weekend. Um, just ended up having a busier weekend than I planned, For sure. and uh, it wasn't on my piracy site yet, so yeah, I couldn't it watch on it from the fire stick, So yeah, so it was like, her. yeah, man, I heard it did good. I yeah, I didn't good. realize I was that like the one in the box office. I don't see how it can't be. It ain't shit else out. You know what I'm saying? I like, see a lot of people who don't go to the movies say they went to the movies to see to it. see it. Yeah, um, they was also women. So I also <laughs> think like I don't know, man. Just go see it, bro. It looked like a dope ass movie. Yeah. And if again, I'm not I'm not here to tell you whatever the tribe did was good or bad. I don't know shit about it until this moment. I'm telling you, this movie. Is about this woman army led by this great warrior. <laughs> I, I can't I can't act fake outraged because no. I don't know nothing about I, it, fam. But that's the thing, motherfuckers get fake outraged before they informed. And I don't I don't I'm, I'm not about to dwell on this. I'm gonna say it and I'm gonna move on. I don't think the slave trade happened like we think it happened. I'm not saying that yeah. it didn't happen. Yeah. And I'm not saying all the atrocities that we experience over here in America it didn't happen. I don't think y'all got all. I don't think you got all the information on the slave trade. I also, also, this for the a. We can't tell uh, slave stories. We can't tell civil rights stories. We need to tell all these, all this other black king and queen story. Yo, we were kings once. We was. Hey, if they make a movie about Mansa Musa, hey, you know what's you gonna see some slaves in the background of that motherfucker. You know what's interesting. Hmm. We be on this king and queen shit. Mm -hmm. There's actually a queen who just died, and niggas don't give a fuck. No, you want to know why? Because she participated in the Atlantic slave trade. <laughs> but like, yo, we was once kings. Like, yo, it's, it's still a king. So was Elizabeth. <laughs> hey, that nigga did King Charles. Now Charles, right there, like, you're <laughs> like, all right, now you the king. All right, now what, bro? Yo, somebody hit me last week, like. Why y'all go so hard on the queen? What did we say? Did we say I don't think we said nothing wild. I just think we really I mean, don't give a fuck, bro. I legit do not remember what. And y'all niggas don't give a fuck. That's my thing. It ain't about the queen, nigga. Y'all don't care. She didn't impact none of you niggas, bro. She probably did. No, she might have impacted y'all grandparents. No, I'm saying. And your great grands. So one, two things. You got to pick a side, okay? Either the queen is this figurehead old ass lady who just drink tea. Or she responsible for all the evil in the world. <laughs> it can't be both. You can't have. You can't hold both positions. Yeah. Is the queen the queen, or is she a figurehead? If she's a figurehead, well, goddamn it, rest in peace then. Man. Because if she not, and she was the super duper evil person, mm -hmm. then she she the fucking queen. Come on, man. Like you can't have both of the opinions at the same time. Just pick one. I don't care which one you pick, cause I don't give a fuck. Nigga, the. Uh Netflix show about the fucking um, British monarchy. I can't think of the name of it right now. Yeah. Uh, but that shit's like back at number one on Netflix again. Y'all niggas ran it up as soon as the queen died. Yo, Dame and Jason Lee think the queen was there for four months. Sick <laughs> <laughs> of Dame text the group every day. Like, yo. The crown. That's that shit's called. Yo, that joke Chris Rock let off last night about Biden. Lost it, nigga. Lost it. That nigga. was when he starts swerving, <laughs> bro. I lost it, dog. Huh? That was brilliant. All right, man. Um, before we get into raising Canaan, bro, Macho sent in another voice note about the shy, and I want to make sure we get that off because I know my nigga be slow on our shows because these ain't his shows. Let me see what he on. 
I don't know if the shy is getting better this season or if we just tempered our expectations. But either way, I'm enjoying it. Um, it's some crazy stuff going on. Or like, did they change what Victor? I found funny calling him Victor. Craig and Jake's mom addiction was because they talking about alcoholism. But I thought she was on like crack or something back in the day because they was like, "Yo, don't serve to her." And you know that's that's Jake Mama. But I thought that it wasn't alcoholism because I don't know anybody who sucked dick for Wild Irish Rose, but <laughs> Wild Irish Rose, you know. What I'm so, I don't know what's going on, man. But like I've been meaning to mention a while back, though. Like when did Dre become more lovable than Nina? Man. I rock with Dre, man. I mean, we resisted Dre for so long, but like Dre, I right, man. Dre be there, man. Dre's actually out there parenting. Shout out to Dre. Um, Tiff could go suck a thousand lemons. Um, nobody cares about how you feel, chick. You're going to be acting like season one, episode one. Emmett wasn't getting that gawk gawk 3000 from Keisha in the opening scene. Um, Facts. In the opening scene, but it was early in that episode. I remember that. Nasty stuff stick out to me. But, you know, the shy is what it is. I ain't going to try to leave this voice, uh, voice note too long. But I- I've really been enjoying it um, this season. I don't know what's going on, what's going to happen next, like the rest of us, but I'm here for it, whatever the case may be. So, I'm fucking with the shy again. Hey, much, man. Um, we First of all, I appreciate you as always, bro. Um, Lena built up enough cachet with season five that I'm back in for season six. Um, the same way that she lost that cachet with seasons three and four and i really didn't plan to be in for seasons five so uh you know if she keep heading in the right direction i'm with it as long as the show stays with some sort of uh linear plot telling and it's telling like a real story that makes sense which i think season five she kind of found her way back into um she also did a much better job connecting all the characters in season five because seasons three and four felt so disjointed because everybody was literally doing whatever the fuck they had going on individually and nobody was connected and in the whole literally if you go look up the description of the show it's about how basically the streets of the south side of chicago bring all these different people together so um i'm i'm here for season six man i I think she she got me back in but season five was not without some flawed uh stories so i feel like and and jay and i especially toward the last three or four episodes of our reviews um of the shy we really gave some good pointers y'all might have took it as critique but I think we pointed out some good shit that if they tighten up and maybe fix a little bit, she could go back to having a very fucking phenomenal show. So here's the season six of the shy, man. Macho, I appreciate you getting caught up, bro. And to answer your question, yes. We talked about that specifically. We talked specifically. Whatever the episode is um, of season five where Peaches comes back, we talked specifically about, or I'm sorry, where they identify her alcoholism. Um, we talked specifically about the fact that no, the whole problem was Reggie like burnt a nigga, I think, like with a lighter or some shit because he sold dope to Peaches because Peaches was ahead. And he was like, don't sell dope to Peaches, nigga. That's my little brother's mom, dog. So 
I, I don't know why they shifted. Um, it's the same thing they did when they introduced Dre, where they pretended like we just didn't know that the girl Karen existed season one and season two. Lena doesn't know that she has a few viewers who really do this shit. That's a fact. We watch this shit. Um, you can't just sneak in a new character or give a character a new arc when their former arc was never addressed like you can't just pretend that it wasn't there because i heard you say it it was in your script so um yeah she just tried to pull the wool over you dog that's all it was you not tripping peaches was a crackhead now she's an alcoholic go from uh na to aa man it's all anonymous nah. <laughs> <laughs> um all right man uh before we get into the canon voice note from the homie AJ across the pond. Uh, my man Rob Silva sent in a voice note uh, giving us an update on his mom's condition, man. I want to say prayers to Rob Silva, his mom, and the family. I hope she continues to recover. I know you said that she was uh, beginning her recovery over the weekend. So happy to hear that, um, but also very, very happy that you sent in an update for us to play um, something personal. So, you know, y'all fuck with Rob. Say a prayer for the boy. Say a prayer for his mom and his family. He didn't had a rough year, so her being in recovery Fact. is is really good to hear. But we're going to hear straight from the God himself. Man, Rob, what up? What's up this week in Culture Family? This is your boy, Rob Silva. I want to thank all your listeners, Jay and Ant, and you guys as well, for all the well wishes for my mother. She's been hospitalized since last Wednesday with a kidney infections. Well, according to the doctor today, her kidneys are almost completely back to normal. The only Thank issues God. we have is we have to get her to start eating again. Her, hap her, her appetite is all but gone. She doesn't have any appetite right now, so that's what we're working on. Um, I appreciate the prayers, and I appreciate the love that I've been given the entire year. Because you know, you fellas know I've had a rough year. So, uh... Fellas, just wanted to give you that update. My mother has escaped death on four different occasions, at least that I can recall. And she's a strong woman. Even at 74, she's as strong as a rock. Peace and blessings, my great brothers. Peace to you, Rob, man. And I so happy to hear that her kidneys are almost back normal. Um, the appetite, it'll come with time. Uh, I know that that's it's kind of fucked up because it's like they need to eat and get some nourishment uh, to continue building their strength and getting back to normal. But uh, it comes over time, man. So hopefully that's back to normal over the next, you know, coming weeks or whatever. But her kidneys being back in order is a blessing, man. So I'm, I'm really glad to hear that. And again, just really appreciate the update, man. I, I know uh, we say it all the time, but this week in culture is a real family. It's what we do. We really, really fuck with each other on this show man life, like that's that's life. that's what it is like listeners we ain't never met you know uh directly a day in our lives are more like family than some family nigga. prayers power and energy going to mom dukes man actual facts actual facts man um just god gonna keep blessing her man you said she is strong 74 we praying for a strong 75 man so uh just tell her you know she and our thoughts, she and our prayers, um, she and the thoughts and prayers of our whole This Week in Culture family, man, and, and that's what we really do up here. We make sure that everybody uh, is is taking care of the family in this culture, man. We really built something here, and uh, yeah, I'm just happy for the update, man. I, I love hearing that positivity, especially knowing the year you've had, man. You deserve something real positive to happen, so uh, it's God bless moms, man. All right, 
let's get into uh, this voice note uh, from my man AJ across the pond. See what my guy is talking about. What he thought about this episode of uh, Raising Canaan. Oh, shit. That wasn't AJ. My bad. That was name tag. I sent this in. Name tag. What up, dog? I just seen Alexander and, yeah, yeah. And, and caught the fucking Alex and thought it was my man AJ. Uh, name tag. What up, man? Appreciate you sending this in. Um, you've been real active in the uh, in the threads the last couple weeks, man. Always appreciate that activity, bro. Yo, name tag is low key hilarious. Facts he is. Like, Facts he is. Like, but it's the rap in him though. He got that wit, that yeah. quick wit. Come to a nigga. Go write some jokes for some niggas. I mean, he helped. Hey, dog. <laughs> name tag, nigga. Another revenue stream. It might be right there for you. Because there's been some niggas at Punchline recently that wasn't funny. <laughs> Alright, let's see what my dog thought about Kanan, man. What's going on, y'all? This name tag. Very solid episode of Raising Kanan Season 2. Uh, my thoughts of what's going to happen, and I'm not necessarily saying this is going to happen in this season. Uh, let's say if they get cleared for Season 3, I think what happens is I think that at some point, Kanan is going to rise to power. No pun intended. And how he does that, because we're already seeing that side of him that we've been anticipating for some time now. Um, it's going to go down by him killing Neek. How that happens, I don't know. But I think he's going to kill Neek. I also think with his trust issues that he's developing with Rock, he's going to get her set up somehow. And either she's going to die or he's going to get it set up to a rock is going to end up going to prison. As yeah. far as Marvin and his pops going to know. They're showing us so many sides of his character. He's doing a great job this season. I think he's going to die. As far as Lou, I think that body is going to come back on him from killing my know, man's right. in the studio and he's just going to end up going to jail. So that leaves everything open at some point to where Kanan gets the rise of power which he's on that path. You know what I mean? So that's just my thoughts and my, my take on that pretty much. What do y'all think? I don't know, Ruck. <laughs> <laughs> then again, Lou too. <laughs> Yo, ain't Lou the nigga from 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 um Snowfall. Snowfall. Yeah. That's why I don't like him. <laughs> like I like him. Yeah. But, but I don't like him. <laughs> Like, I don't know. Nigga, you the reason all the bad shit is happening to Franklin right now, nigga. Um, name tag, appreciate you, dog. Uh, I, I know we've said it a couple times on this pod. Um, early thoughts. Shit, this probably go back to last season. At some point, Kanan's going to kill his mom. I just think that's going to happen. I don't know why or when, but I feel like it's going to be him that gets her out the paint. I feel like... The mom is going to try to kill Kanan mm. And that's why He's not going to have any kind of love for his own Children because if my mother would try To kill her son then I would kill my son So I thought about it specifically This episode we know uh, Rock's been lying to Kanan Since day one right like she never Tells him everything But then it got real Ironic when they was at the uh, joint On um, the camping shit and they sat down and told each other all this shit. And then she said, no more lies. Like, no more. We telling each other the truth. And he said, so you going to tell me everything? She was like, yeah. And then she immediately proceeded to lie right after that about the Italian shit. What? So she didn't say lie? Was she withholding like, info. Yeah, she like, was like, basically, I told you I'm going to kind of respect you. But I'm like, yeah, nigga, you don't need to know still. So 
what I thought about going back for the OGs to OG power, you look at the disdain that they built between Tariq and Ghost, right? Where did that disdain come from? From Ghost lying to Tariq. And I know that for niggas like me, I'm like, bro. Did you do you realize that on TV, TV movie, lying is the worst thing that you it's can the do worst anybody? Shit. I'm like, dog, Ghost was a murdering, adultering, serial killing, drug dealing ass nigga. You was one, mad because he lied? That's one thing on television that hasn't translated to real life. Yeah. Niggas lie every day. And niggas get over it uh, Like But on television That's enough for murder I never speak to you again Like uh, On TV Lying to somebody It's fucking horrible the worst thing that you can do And so I thought about that The The Angst That that nigga Tariq had for his dad Based on all the lies That his dad told him And his uh, His family I was like Yo He got so mad at Ghost That he wanted To kill him and he killed him. He couldn't go to the Nick game. And then I thought about it and I said, yo, it was a scene in this episode where, huh, oh, Marvin's talking to Rock. And Marvin asked, yo, how did that camping shit go? And Rock was like, mm. And nigga Kanan basically don't tell me shit no more. He at that age where he just kind of tell me what do you think I want to hear, nigga. Yo, let me, I don't know if I said this. What? This is the far, by far the best episode of the season. Oh, easily. Right. Oh, that, that's easy. Um, and Marvin is by far the best actor on the show. Still disagreeing with you on that. Who you think better? I don't know who's a better actor, but I don't think Marvin's like great. I think he's so much better than last season because last season he was a fucking clown. Well, he's the best actor on the show because I've seen him act in other roles, and it's not the same role. And you know what I'm got saying? You, like, got you, got he you. He is being Marvin for sure. Yeah. Like, He's absolutely killing this season. I, yeah. I want that clear. But everything else yeah. seems everybody on this, uh, everybody else on this show does not speak in a range of emotion. Yeah, they have one emotion, and that's like, it. Yeah, they're definitely giving Marvin more to work with. Which, to name tag's point, I wouldn't be shocked if he died this season. But like, that'll also be whack. Like Rock should talk with a mouth closed. Facts. Or Facts. Like this. Uh, oh no, Rock. Like that nigga, he, he sound like fucking a black Sylvester Stallone. You feel me? Uh, Yo, you know who I hate? What's dude name? The pops, Omar Epps. He say the same shit over and over. He don't. He only got one. Everybody got one emotion, yeah. one tone, yeah. and they 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 basically say the exact same thing every fucking episode. Man. He's the only one that gets the the show range and do yeah. shit and like that. You know what I'm saying? Of uh, Juke just looking like a fucking. She just mad Young all Duke the time. Box. <laughs> Young Duke, Duke Box. I got a big old Duke booty. She got a big old Duke booty. Duke. Booty. Y'all remember, nigga. Um, we're gonna get to Juke in a minute. But uh it was a scene where, yeah, when Rock told Marvin, like, yo, Kanan at that age where he don't really tell me shit, he just kind of thinking shit about me in his mind, but he don't say it. And then I thought about it like, yo, he's going to like build up the same hatred for her. As she continues to not tell him shit, not tell him shit, lie to him about the shit she do tell him. And then when she didn't say famous in this episode, I was like, it's going to be little shit like that that stack up and make him hate her. Yeah, but she and he going to smoke her. But she should hate you too, dumbass nigga. Why don't you tell the truth? Nigga, why don't you not even just tell the truth? Nigga, tell me. Period. Like, tell me something. Tell like, me the bag. The cops got the bag. Be like, yo, man, I got Rob coming back. 
So me and Famous went over there, whooped them niggas' ass. I grabbed Good. a piece. I beat that nigga ass, got the fucking money, and then the cops got us. And the neighbors now seen you, us. Now we like, oh, hell yeah, you put in some fucking work. You hey. making decisions. You problem solving out here. Come All on. you want to do is fucking steal money from your mom. Literally. You didn't got you didn't stole tens of thousands of dollars. How you steal money to get your man an apartment? But won't get him out of fucking Why don't you got no fucking money? Bing. You can't get this nigga bail. We don't even really know what they got picked up for. Like, for fighting? Because I'm like, was it the neighbor across the hall who called? Okay. Or did the cops just see y'all niggas walking and say, hey, there they go? All right, so let's say that the cop across, the dude across the car called the cops. My nigga, is the nigga who I beat the fuck, you about to testify against me? Come on. Hey, my nigga, is the nigga who they arrested the one who beat you up? No? Okay, then. He can go. Give him his backpack. Like, ding. Or now, did they get picked up because? Oh wait a minute, the fucking I tapes. He, I, no, I think he still had a gun in his hand. So maybe the dude across the street saw a gun. I mean, across the hall saw a gun. Mm. Yo, two niggas with guns running down the street. But famous ain't had that gun because he for sure wasn't getting out of fucking jail. Yeah, I mean, I'm trying to figure yeah. out like why the cops would even. Yeah. Be. So I'm thinking, you know, whoever made that statement about uh, um. That nigga fam- Oh when he was in jail Like yeah nigga Yo fucking mixtapes Been all in the trash and shit Yo he like Yo you streets caught a body Yeah Yeah I don't listen to that no <laughs> Yo if yo. a nigga in jail Tell me he don't listen To my music Yo fame <laughs> such a Yo what's so crazy Is everybody know fame So lame He a lame Yeah he was like, fame so lame Hey yo that nigga said Hey yo man's a cornball <laughs> Yo, everybody meet this nigga like, yo, this nigga a cornball. Bro. But let's, before we get into all this deeps and details and shit like that, we mm-hmm. gotta address this. What's that? And um, we gotta call it the same across the board. Okay. Because it's fucking nasty. And it's fucking creepy. Where did, where Kaden got this gun from? Mm-hmm. Why is the adult woman... Who has a child the same age? Who's as supposed Kane. to be kicking it with this nigga? Why is she kissing him on the cheek? Yeah, thank God. By yeah. the way, and like acting like she want to give him some pussy. And he's fourteen years old, fam. Nigga, do, are you in love with your mom? I don't get what's happening because like she your mom age at least. Well, your I mom don't get what's happening. I, I don't. What? I don't understand what is happening. Why is it okay? Like, think about this. Yeah. Let's reverse these roles. Mm-hmm. And that's a girl, and a man is kissing a girl, giving a fam. We will. It'll be riots in the street. Oh like, shit! Within this own, within this show, Omar Epps, Detective Howard, was fucking rock back when she was a young girl, and now there's hate because of you know what I'm saying. Like, I feel I don't fuck with you. I don't want to tell him. My son, that you're his dad because you was basically raping me when I was a young girl, nigga. You were taking advantage of me when I was 16, 17. So if we hate him for that, I don't like this little storyline y'all building up because that's weird, bro. And I don't need to see it. Like, this is a wild storyline to go with, ain't it? Like, bro. Also, I- the older cop grooming of Duke. Duke. So some weird shit, writers. Adults. The shit with the fucking gun and, and that mom, it's weird for two reasons. One, because it's fucking weird because she's so much older than this nigga, right? Um, but two, if your daughter was talking to him and kicking him, why from the instant your daughter 
instance your daughter met this nigga, have you been flirting with this nigga? Why? And then, because I wasn't even mad on some like, yo, the daughter ain't really hearing why they asking for a night. She asking all these little like, because she a kid. She don't know. I ain't yeah. in these streets. But I wasn't even mad at the mom saying, hey, come here. Let me, because I hear what the fuck you talking about. But make it on some like, yo, I'm going to give you this piece, but I need 5%. Me and my daughter got it. Like, like, I know who you are. I know who you are. Yeah, I know what y'all do. Nigga, let me get a little cut. Keep my daughter out. Keep my shit. daughter out this shit. And you can have this gun, nigga. Oh, bet. I got y'all. Do that. Why y'all make it sexual? Yo, this weird. This, that was weird, bro. There's three instances of adults having relationships with younger, illegal. Yeah. Like, this not this not right. This I'm like This nasty, actually. Kanan, this is a nasty award-winning shit. Oh, yeah. No, this is very fucking gross, dog. And I don't like it for uh, the actress. Um, uh, shit, KJ something. I'm blanking on her. But she plays a character on Sisters on BT, which I watch. Um, and I've seen a few movies that she's been in. I've seen some other shows she's been in. She getting typecast real bad. Like, every role she play, she just a freak. Like, sex addict, weirdo freak. And it's like, bro, this was supposed to be the role that wasn't that. This role wasn't supposed to be sexual. Why are y'all leaning in this direction, dog? Like, I don't know. I, I just, I don't get it. And it's weird because I'm like, is Kanan even still fucking with the daughter? And why y'all trying to make Kanan like this ladies man? Fam, I don't know where that happened. I don't get it. They got, I mean, the women looking at Kanan and the panties is off. Because this wasn't like adult Kanan style at all. Fam, the daughter, when they met him. Was sitting on his lap, tonguing him down five minutes after they met, bro. I don't get it. The white girl in the country cabin in the Catskills. Ready to give him some top. Was Already. ready to go, nigga. As soon as she seen him. <laughs> Ain't no uh, black bears. It's the only bears. <laughs> and black bear, I bet, I nigga. I bet you want this black bear. Can't even hit the help the bear help drop, the, nigga. <laughs> help the <Kane. laughs> But no, it's just weird. I don't, I don't let a statutory rape that they alluding to. <laughs> and, and we make a joke about help the bear. <laughs> so, Come on, man. Help that nigga. Yeah, no, help, help Miskel. <laughs> help Miskel, help uh, Kanan, and help this weird-ass mama, man. That's a weird angle that they're they trying <laughs> to it, It's no just reason. unnecessary one. It's unnecessary. Like, make that about drugs. Like, <laughs> Yo, listen, they in the right room like, hey. What if we make the mom <laughs> horny? <laughs> Bet. Um, it's a bad porn category. I'll tell you that. <laughs> like yo, yeah, I don't, I don't love it. Dark side of the internet. <laughs> then they go stepmom. <laughs> like, where my real mom? Man, shit is weird. Why she leave? I be having too many questions with porn. <laughs> like, fuck this dr UPS driver come from. <laughs> All right. You said it. I agree with it. Easily the best episode of the season. Um, this was the episode I was waiting on. I needed shit to happen. I don't like that they waited till episode six to finally get into some of this shit, but I can appreciate where we at. Um, so let's walk down some of these plots, man. First, we was just on it. Kanan. Kanan is a fuck up. Kanan can't do what he's told to do. And he always does too much. He does the exact opposite of what you're told to do. Rock say, hey, take this shit down to the little office. Don't fuck with that white girl. That's it. That nigga goes, sees the white. I mean, it's, and it's immediately 40, fucked with the white girl. 42 seconds later. He, I mean, he literally walks out, go down there and goes directly in her house. Come on. I just told you. Don't fuck with the white girl, bro. 
almost got yourself killed by a racist ass Italian because you're not listening, bro. So in the beginning of the episode, Rock brought her whole crew together. They met up at that club. Um, I feel like they need to go a little more into that club angle because niggas have clearly forgotten all that shit from season one that they was moving work through the club, nigga. Like, um, they met up at the club and she tells them, yo, we still doing this Jersey shit. I'm going to figure something out with these Italians. I don't know what, but I can't fucking back out now because if they bully us out of this, nigga, we fooled in New York. So sorry, but we getting into Jersey no matter what. And then she also dropped a little dime. Oh, and Kane ain't getting in the game. I want this nigga to learn everything top to bottom. Again. Again. Even though the I'm last time I brought him in, he fucked up. Rock sound like Diddy. I'm shutting down the studio. <laughs> Come on, man. Again. <laughs> so right after she told him Kane ain't getting back, that nigga Lou pulled Kane to the side and was like, Yo, you still fucking with this shit, man? Yo, why do Lou want to be a a, a, a music artist? So, so bad? I don't know where the musician piece came from, but I I I've put it together in my head that he just wants to get out of the drug game because he killed uh, D Wiz. Hmm. Like I killed a kid, and I don't think they went deep enough into how much that probably fucked with him. But I'm guessing that's why this because it's been since that episode that he been like. Pulling away from rock and I just don't know why, why Music was an angle was Time to kill the other Not necessarily kid But a kid that Y'all grew yeah, up yeah. He turned his back And left out Yeah Yeah Shit Could be why He didn't pull that trigger On Warrell Which they talked about This episode Like Yeah that nigga came at me They burned my house down I could have died All that shit I'm killing you I'ma probably shoot you If I'm a shooter Like nigga You burned my house down You tried to kill me On the flip side On the flippity flip if I'm just like, yo, I'm over this street shit for real, and I'm looking at it on some more of like, I'm blessed to still be here, maybe revenge ain't on my mind like it would have been had I not had all these other traumatic experiences and shit. I don't know. This is all me guessing, but none of that explains why music was the angle that nigga wanted to take. I'm Because, nigga, yo, I listened to this random as fuck earlier. Based off of famous, though. Yeah, like all famous started, started this shit. Famous. Bro, I, why did why did you think they made famous such a joke when, like, season one he was about to be the rapper? Yeah, man, I prefer him be the fake rapper. And they turn him into this goof, dog. Um, let me tell you what I listened to earlier, and then immediately had I stopped the song maybe fifteen seconds in because I was like, yo, this one of them Lou beats, nigga. <laughs> <laughs> That's hilarious. Bro, Luby like. <laughs> no, I, I couldn't even listen to this shit for real, dog. Because I'm like, yo, this is how Luby standing at the NPC, nigga. Hey, we got one. What's what's the nigga name who, uh, who got killed? Crown. Crown. <laughs> Why is Crown so terrible, dog? Like. I don't know, Crown. <laughs> uh, why yeah. why, why should I on the radio? I don't know, Crown. What's <laughs> the other nigga name? Uh, uh, the nigga who apparently owns this artist that Lou trying to pitch. Yo, he's good. So, how I said, I don't necessarily know if Marvin's the best actor. Cartier is literally the worst actor on this motherfucker. <laughs> I don't believe it. No. Bro, I don't believe. No Fam, that's smack. Yo, Bro, Cardi might be trans. I don't know what's going on. <laughs> he's young Cartier. So, no, that's not. Good. 
but like I randomly watched the Young Cartier video. <laughs> we on the Yo. oil bennies. We out of here. Dog. This yeah. nigga. Why did he slap that man like that? My man said, hey, I need some help moving this paint. Or I need a hand moving this paint. Smack the nigga and then said, want another hand, bitch? <laughs> what? Yo, he smacked him for interrupting him and shit, right? And then, and he, then he interrupted him, him again. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, he got a hole on you right Bro, now, my nigga. <laughs> and then you paid him. <laughs> so which one is it, nigga? Like, oh, shit. what's a good interruption and what's a bad one? Because the first time I got the shit smacked out of me. Look, I don't know, dude, as an actor, but the nigga looked like a too much of a nice guy. For him. They, they, trying to, they, they trying just to make got him villain, but like, I don't. And like, when we met the nigga, he was talking like fucking Shakespeare. Now this nigga accent gone. Like, he's gonna be a villain to rock. I think he's gonna be a villain because she's going to steal from, or not steal from him, but like take his block. Like I feel like she going out to what do you say, Baltimore, D.C. and Virginia, Norfolk. She gonna send people out there, and Rock about to try to take his blocks out of town, nigga. Because yo, these Italians, I'm about to have to pay. Yo, Rock, you moving too fast, Rock. Why you won't like sit on you just took over a whole project. Make sure that that works for like a year before you do another one. Y'all don't understand what we building over here. <laughs> nigga, it's yes. Drugs. Nigga, we we already rich. What the fuck you want me to do? <laughs> no, nigga, uh the rich get richer. Yeah, and we still stay in the fucking hood. Come on. Come on. What, what what's the What happened to that house her and dog looked at? Symphony. Man, these niggas is crypto rich. Oh man! Oh, these them NFTs like like they rich in theory only. Yeah. Because until you start spending the money and nah. like doing something with nah. it, like a bunch of niggas who millionaires in crypto, but that shit is still digital. Like where's that? Yeah. You don't have it. <laughs> where is that? <laughs> where yo, is that? Yo, it's been bad ever since Rick Ross asked where was that? Because black people was the one. Man, <laughs> like man. we buy that shit. We was Come like, on, it. man. But when me and Jay was online saying them NFTs wasn't getting y'all no paper, y'all was killing us. I ain't heard them three letters. Man, I don't know how long. Last time I heard them was on the shy. And, yeah. and guess what? They got away from that. <laughs> yo, the niggas was not trading in crypto no more. Like no, nigga, now y'all got ten thousand. Now you got twenty thousand dollars worth of cash. What happened to all that crypto shit? Come on. Man. Come on, man. You need a crypto to get in. So, so you need crypto to put in to get into the tournament, and they pay you in cash. Come on, come on. I tell you why crypto is not a thing because all the crypto we got, we be like, this is worth X amount of dollars. <laughs> <laughs> like, you don't say I just got crypto. Like, no, you say nigga. I got. A hundred thousand dollars yeah. worth of crypto. The dollars is what give it. The you know, value. my favorite shit is when I go to like the hoodest of the hood gas station or or liquor store, and they got the crypto uh, ATM in that bitch. Y'all niggas are washing money, here, <laughs> fam. Y'all uh, Cartier for Reed out this bitch, nigga. Can I buy gas with this crypto? Shit? No. <laughs> I bet you if you do uh, gas, is seven dollars a gallon off the crypto, <laughs> Like we upping it on the crypto, bro. Sorry. Um, yeah, yo, yo. I don't like this Cartier nigga. I just want to make sure I say that one more time. <laughs> the weakest fucking slap in the world. And I feel like, so that's my theory. I feel like Rock, because first of all, why he so uh, open with information to Rock? Nigga, how you checking her brother Lou, but you giving her the all the plays? And Lou out here, nigga, why don't you help with the artist? Since you so plugged, 
Nigga, you get her on the radio. I wish a nigga would slap me like that and think we got to just. Fam, he would have got his ass beat in front of Rock. You slap me, you slap the shit out of me, and I just go moose furniture. <laughs> nigga, <laughs> what? First of all, all these pains is going on the fucking ground. Now what, nigga? Also, where your security at? Because I shoot you. Fam, Rock asking him the most I'm in your business questions, and he just coming up off of answers. Yo, uh. First 48 ass nigga. She like. She like, all right, so I get how you wash your money with the art, but how you move your product that you washing? Who's the, what's that guy that you be going to to get all the drugs from? <laughs> yeah, no, uh, you said oh. Pablo? Oh, the, yeah. Noriega? Okay. Noriega, the real okay. Noriega? No. He oh, he owed you some favor. Right okay. Okay. Like, like, now, which Tuesday of the month do you suggest somebody, <laughs> like, in what borough? Bro. <laughs> like, she say... So you not you not selling in New York? That nigga was like, no, nah, the tri-state is too uh, too convoluted. It's too glutted. When that nigga hit me with the vertically integrated, I was like, listen, nip. <laughs> like, <laughs> you got that shit. For and me. also, y'all wouldn't talk like that in fucking 1992. Like, relax. Vertically integrated. Everybody calm down. Nigga, Apple was not vertically integrated at that time. Come on, fam. Um, well, who was? Nobody. <laughs> like, who had a one-stop shop? Take it. Bill Gates Ford, was on, Bill still, He was coming up Nigga Nigga Ford GM nigga, That was, was it like The factory That was it Sell the shit Through our finance company Like Motherfucking um, Marv Let's get to Marv For a minute man Um, Marv is really trying He really trying He trying to You know He working on the anger They gotta get With the uh, Him and the anger Management coach I don't lady, think it's happening If it don't happen Stop Stop the little thing y'all doing between them Because I don't need the glances and all the little Y'all see how Marvin Great job today Marvin that, Like we don't need to do it if they not gonna do it <laughs> That nigga say you know I be getting real bad I wanna fight Like, hey, You remember, that? You remember <laughs> when I was gonna smack shit out of you <laughs> <laughs> I'm like bitch we can scrap right now <laughs> Like you be talking about work Like niggas know what you do my nigga <laughs> Like why he saying so much That like nigga I, say and we got competitors. <laughs> like my nigga, you and this bitch with a dookie chain. Come on. Go come on. Come in on. a fly car with leather. Yo. In a in a very um geometric haircut. My nigga, you sound drugs. <laughs> I get it. I see your eight ball jacket, nigga. Like you literally have an eight ball jacket. Come on. Um, yo, my favorite Marvin scene in this episode was funny because it was subtle and nobody probably even caught it. When they met the Italians at uh, at Coney Island, and Marvin was standing, holding, no, no, no. When he was standing there talking, and he was holding the Nathan's, uh, he had him a hot dog and shit. And you know the meme, like Marvin always eating. So I laughed because I'm like, yo, this nigga just finished the Nathan's. Like he had him a little glizzy real quick, and that shit was just funny to me. Dog. Has Marvin missed the opportunity this month, I mean, this week, this year, this season? Mm, no. Nah. I don't think he's missed the opportunity to miss the opportunity. Or made an opportunity to miss an opportunity. I don't think he made one. Like he been on his shit, he man. He ain't car he ain't crashed no car. He ain't crashed a car. He ain't killed a nigga yet though. I need Marv to still like get back on that. Cause you remember Marv was doing some of the worst pull up and shootouts in the history of cinematic programming, nigga. Um He trying to make up with Juke. He continuing that. And they had a family dinner. He tried to like compliment her. She had a dress on, right? Because she had been shopping with her mom earlier, bought a bunch of dresses. <laughs> he was like, yo, Juke, why you? Why he you was like, Juke, like 
I ain't seen you with a dress since uh, Easter when you was two years old. We was going to church that one Sunday. You had it on. <laughs> Juke it looked like, at that nigga. What's up with these bad? What you you paying for shit now? <laughs> Yo, why her men's and them come at her so crazy? Like why y'all just telling the whole plot? A bunch of fucking bums, clowns. Like, like really, a bunch of fucking bums. Y'all steal. Um, oh, you gotta be a weird nigga to steal clothes. Yeah, boosters as well. Boosters as well. Like they steal them to wear them though. Yeah, like y'all <laughs> like, not. Cause Juke used to at least sell her coat. Y'all niggas is Tommy boys, <laughs> nigga. Polo boys and Tommy boys. Um, I saw what they're gonna do with Juke to make her hate her mama, and it's probably going to drive her more into the police, the detective chick, drive her toward her. But also make her evil. I did not need a makeout scene with the detective chick and her a girlfriend. Well, it's funny. Fake Angie Valdez's girlfriend looks more like Angie Valdez than she do. What was that? I don't know. I didn't need them to fuck. It was I the most unnecessary shit in the world. I don't need a sex scene in this, this, this show at all. Period. Yeah. Unless you about to show me old girl with Marvin because I do kind of want to see her naked. But that's neither Wouldn't be a bad there. thing. Um, if they could figure out a way to pivot uh, the one girl at Famous Apartment Mama to an adult. Like, if she could go fuck an adult, wouldn't hate that. Oh, uh, La Alia Lopez. She the singer? Go, yeah. Oh, she finna give Luda Buns. 100. Um, They was on it just up. Well, now, I don't know, because now she a, a accomplished, and she want to get involved. So what we going to do with them now? Uh, ma'am? I don't know, Leah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but no, dog, so Juke and her mama went out shopping, and then it hit me. This is where Juke's gonna hate her mom because right now she love her mama, love her so much that I'm gonna straighten my hair. I'm gonna wear these dresses. I'm gonna do all this shit that I really don't do. And like when she was like, eh, "How many more dresses you want me to try on?" She was like, "Oh, just a few more." Then we go into another store. She's staunchly in the church, staunchly. So when she finds out that Laverne is actually Juke who be eating Duke. And not motherfucking, you know what I'm saying? She don't like boys. Her hair was that way for a reason. She gonna smack the shit out jukebox. And it's gonna be Marv all over again. What you think happened when... Because I'm intrigued about her and Marv's relationship. Because Marvin looks hurt. Oh, man. Marvin was finna... He, now, that was some acting. He fucked up over this shit. He like, Fam, you, you, you gone. So they gone. Like he was about to, he, he about to cry. He really was. When they initially like introduced the plot of Juke's mom, right? I thought it had to have been something more sinister than just her leaving. Like she did something, nigga. Yeah. She she did something. It wasn't just maybe she was a crackhead. Maybe she was something. She left to be a fucking We found out today she really just left to go be a singer and left Marvin as a single dad and Marvin was fucking hurt about it. I bet. That nigga was hurt about it, bro. That nigga said, yo, you don't get to come back and come to the birthday party after I done bought all the shit and you, and, and, you, and you blow, blow out the candles, candles nigga. I was like, whoa, talk your shit. This is a fucked up piece of cake. Yeah, because neither you know one of y'all are great. <laughs> <laughs> neither of y'all are great, but you know what type of nigga I was? I couldn't raise no fucking do nigga. I'm a drug dealer. My whole Come family on. being in drugs, and you about to leave me with a daughter by myself? Nigga, word to Mecca, I move weight. <laughs> <laughs> yo, like, yo, Mecca, yo, I'm Mecca was Cartier for E, nigga. Nigga, I move weight. <laughs> like, why are you talking I'm like that, bro? Like weight, yay, yay. yay. Um, 
Marv was not only real fucking hurt when he found out that Juke Mama was back, but that she had been building a relationship with her. Because now he really think he out to paint. Also, until Marv, her mama smacked shit out of her like Marv did. So Marv been working on his anger shit. Mm-hmm. He been working on trying to get back with with Juke. Mm-hmm. He even trying to have a conversation, a family conversation with Rock. Yeah, and he, and he basically and she was kind of shutting him down. And he was like, "My nigga, I just want to talk know. to me." What's going on? Tell me what was up with you and Kanan after. How did it go? He literally said, how did that camping shit go? I want to talk to my sister, dog. And like, nigga, did y'all connect? Come like, on, man. I mean, it was super random that you took him up there to bury your body. Come on, dog. Because you the fucking king. And she told him, king. like, no, we didn't connect. But she was like, you know what? I wasn't going to say this shit. Because she was like, yeah, Kanan shut me out. It's like he thinks something in his head, but he's not telling me. And then he responded, yeah, I don't even want to know what you thinking about me right now. And she was like, you know what? I wasn't going to say shit, but I'm glad that conversation it. happened. It needed to. Because at the end of the day, you still my sister. So not just tell me what my daughter got going on about, you know, with her mom or whatever. But also, I like what she said to that nigga. About, hey, jukebox is like my own. So you smack her again, nigga? It's like you smacking me and I fucking kill And I'm going to kill you myself, dog. I want somebody to be like, Rock, I beat the fuck out you, dog. Thought she might have went a little further than that, but I like how she approached it. Like, yo, you think daddy beat me, nigga? Never. He never put his hands on me like that. So don't do it to your daughter, bro. Wait, did you ever punch daddy in the face? Did you did did, did you ever attack your father? Rock ain't never did nothing violent <laughs> to nobody. Joke was scrapping her pops. Scrappy was the first person Rock got her shit off on. Now, <laughs> yeah. He said some evil shit. To yeah, yeah. Marvin is not dad of the year, bro. Yeah, but you didn't have to put your hands. Didn't he? Didn't she put her hands on him first? She I'm not saying shit that No, no, no. She punched it out. I'm not saying it's quote unquote right. Yeah. But like, my nigga, you smelling yourself? Because she, if that was a son, and you punched a father, you wouldn't have. You wouldn't. You wouldn't care if if he gave him the beats. Right? I wish uh, that nigga beat Canaan. Because Kanan told him about the shit with the bag. Yo, Kanan told everybody. Oh, Except Kanan, Rock. Well, let me rephrase. Yo, every time somebody come in, hey, you know you, uh, mom ain't, uh. Because, <laughs> nigga, that story you gave was weak as fuck. Bro. You want me to go pawn him out because he has some weed in his pocket? Man, fuck that nigga. Why would he ever think that his mom gave that much of a fuck about Famous? To rush down there and bail him out. Why the fuck would you come in so emotional like that? Bro, I thought I missed... Nigga, I rewinded it. Like, yo, we got to go get famous. Get her whole get story. Get from what? If you go the whole story, we could have we would have been gone. Fam, if you would have told them, yo, we got jacked, I got our shit back, and then the cops got called, and they picked us up, and why was famous wearing the book bag? Like, I get it. He was the one that grabbed it when Cannon had the, the joint drawn on, dog. Yeah, he, he grabbed it. And then, but when we walk out of here, give me the bag. Well, Cannon, he he ran out first. Oh, when the neighbor seen him, yeah, like, nigga, we gotta go. When we get to whatever corner they get, give me the bag, bro. <laughs> like they had just hit the corner, and nah, he was like, "Oh shit, you gotta give me that bag." If I'm Cannon, that bag wouldn't have touched another hand, my nigga. nigga. In Southside Jamaica, Queens, the police ain't never came that quick. Come on, come on, them niggas had got to the downstairs, and now the <laughs> cops is already on the block. Um, nigga, that was even quick in TV time, quick. No, TV time is like every second is two minutes. How you feel about Rock going to... Well, let's talk about it. So the beginning scene, uh, Warrell pulled Rock to the side and was like, yo, 
probably ain't my place, but I think I got an idea, man. That nigga Unique is real cool with that Italian dude. Nephew, they got a relationship, always had one. I think he might could set a meeting up between you and the Italians, nigga. So, this was that random ass fight scene when he was in the jail mm-hmm. and I got cool. Mm-hmm. Nigga, this was two months ago. You act Bro. like that nigga a family friend. You don't know that nigga. They didn't grow up together, dog. Like, it's literally been a month, maybe. Maybe. Ain't talking about, oh, he's a family friend. Anybody says this guy, oh, because I saved your son from getting his ass whooped in there, huh? Nigga. Y'all but like- I'm like, y'all trust me to run the Jersey operation of a rival who's coming into Jersey to run an area that y'all want. Why would y'all trust me? Because I helped him. Well, they trust. The reason they trust Neek is because Neek gave him on information how to steal her shipment. Yeah. But here's the thing. I look at Neek. If I'm the Italians, I look at Neek the same way if I was Rock. I looked at Warrell. Fam, I don't trust you. You coming over here too easy. Like, Neek came to the Italians with all that info. Okay, nigga, why you telling that? You kind of sneaky, bro. The same way I'm looking at when Rock hired Warrell. Like, well, I will understand. See, only reason I see that differently is like, all right, boom. I helped your mans while he was in prison. You feel me? Then when I got out, the bitch who set me up to put me in prison... I heard and took everything from me. Yo, here goes some word. This bitch trying to move some weight. Here go the location of two different drops. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Now, look, I set some shit up with her, but because, like, everybody in on this shit except Rock. Yeah. Like, Rock, no, I mean, the Italians know that I set this bitch up already. Yeah. Like, and we don't care about the blacks like that. And so, then the wild part is. We've been thinking the whole time everybody in on it since Rock, but then after that first scene, Rock was like, "Yeah, I don't trust Nick. I don't trust World." So, bitch, why are you doing any of this, dog? Like, she trying. It's this whole bitch play checkers, fam. Play checkers. You trying to play chess too hard, bro? It's chess, not checkers. I want to take every win from from. I want to do this. I want to do that. You doing too much, fam. You letting Unique come in and learn your business. That is not the Man, play. Now you creating beefs inside. You are you did this the second time. This is about to happen. The second time when you gave Warrell a job, mm-hmm. it caused an issue in your in your in your joint. With scrap facts. And now scrap had to go. Yeah. Now the nigga you just showed us for that the you first put in time, front of Jersey times yeah. today Man. in this episode. Now he beefed out. Yeah, because you didn't let Unique come in and run the whole Jersey out. Now what you could say is, yo, he running this out because he put that shit together, my nigga. I know you can either be his lieutenant or we'll find some shit for you another time. You ain't got to give him, you know, we have to go through here. You can just say, yo, we giving him position because he put this shit together. He put, nigga, we ain't even got to, bro, we giving him position because it's war with the Italians if we don't. They told us. Well, that's going to make me look weak. She already look weak. What I'm she- saying is that's going to make me officially look weak. I'm only doing, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But yeah. like, look. Yo, he put this shit together with the Italians and shit like that, so we're going to give him this spot. Like, Boom. she looked weak the minute we'll, she told them niggas. We expanding over and over, like I told you earlier, that yeah. this lodge you into another spot. For right now, I'm going to keep your pay the same. I'm not going to dock your pay or no shit like that, and then uh, it'll be all Dog good. came and said. I guess I should run the drugs. Dog shit. came and said, uh, yo, since you spared my man life and we tried to kill your son, I give you a discount on that number I told you to work in Jersey. That's the deal. We could have worked that out over the phone, nigga. And then soon as they shook on it. Oh, yeah, by the way, Unique got to run this shit. That's the only way I'm doing it or the deal's off. What? Rock, you look weak as fuck shaking on that, bro. Like, and we set this whole thing up for you. 
Come on. Then and then Rock had the whole plan in her mind. Oh, y'all been plotting this shit since Warrell told me he had a cousin in Jersey who knew about a apartment that was available and some blocks that was available. Y'all been setting me up. So Rock, if you knew all this. So my question is when did Warrell switch? I don't think he never not switched. I think this whole shit been fake. Well, it don't make sense because him and him and Nick got into it. And With they that comment, yeah, they was in there by themselves. Nah. Who was you? Who was you acting for? Because nah. the next episode, they was they shit was, was in motion. What the fuck? Yeah. Did, did did something get left on the court cutting room floor? Because I didn't I didn't understand the switch. Y'all uh-huh. just beefed each other out. He said, "Nick, I'm rolling with her." Blah blah blah. And then the next week, y'all working together. Yeah. What happened? I don't think we're all, and I I mean I've been on that from the rip. I never trusted this thing. I don't trust Please niggas with that. the fro. Like, but he should have died last season. Um, and Lou, this is where I'm mad at you because you should have shot that nigga when he was eating his girl out, which would have been a wild way to kill a nigga. By the way, I miss Rock. Gun jammed Um Lou killed Crown (laughs) Why I think he was trying to prove that he Not a hoe Cause everybody keep telling him Yo you a hoe you don't do this shit no more You ain't a street nigga no more You a a weird producer Who makes weird beats and taps the NPC But you not tapping on the beat That's coming out the TV Um Crown be talking a little greasy though. Like you know you don't got nothing. Crown, not only do you know you not like you not like that, but nigga, you know I am. And why did Rock tell? Why why'd you telling me this, Rock? I mean, why are you telling me all this? I don't know. Maybe my that whole little consciousness. Oh yeah, yeah. Maybe you? maybe it was my subconscious. Why are you telling me this, Rock? Like. Are you telling me so I can go kill this nigga? Because you know that's what I'm gonna do. So this nigga fucking my bitch. And he was trying thing, to sell and trying to take my. He trying to take everything from the the part about him fucking famous sister. I really was. And granted, we we said it last week. Like Lou really didn't know, but it was also wild because it was like Lou, how you ain't know? <laughs> like they was in your face with the flirting. He was in your face with the and you got her the job. favoritism. And he got her job and moved her out to you LA. Know what type of nigga this is? You don't he know he not helping no bitches. Damn. That he not fucking? Come on, bro. Nigga, cokehead. Why what? you think old girl ain't on the radio yet? Because he ain't fucking her. He's doing real drugs. Come on, dog. Like, old girl, uh, little uh, Leah Lopez ain't on the radio yet because Crown wasn't fucking. That was it. Because if he was fucking, he'd have got on the radio. What you need to do is worry about the nigga that you gave money to put the song on the radio. And, and it ain't, it ain't on, the on the radio yet. Come That's on, now. Nah. you go choke that nigga the fuck out. Come on, now. Nah. Nigga, get that nigga a half choke. Till he say, alright, I'm gonna play this shit right now, bro. Um with Kanan and Dog that robbed him and famous. So Kanan go pick up the pack. Oh, I'm sorry, he go pick up the bread. He's supposed to take the bread to the stash or to the bodega where the stash at. Why are y'all still stashing in the bodega? I just I don't get it. Um Kanan was one hundred percent about to steal this money though. <laughs> nigga <laughs> When him and Famous Right after that scene He comes outside Where did Famous come from First of all How was Famous just Walking with this nigga Through the projects After he came downstairs Like where, was he waiting But once they was talking Famous like yeah nigga I had all these girls Nigga some Indians Some black girls White girls And I'm like yeah They gonna need more money Can't even gonna spend this money On more parties and shit But then they get ran up on By a grimy nigga Is his name black Freddie Oh, Freddie was his name. Um, they get ran up on by Freddie. Like I don't get it, Freddie. You know who my mom is. Fam, Freddie wasn't even looking at Kanan at first. 
Like it was almost like, yeah, we not we're literally just taking a uh, famous chain. And we're gonna get out of here. But then soon as Kanan was like, come on, Freddie, you know this shit ain't cool. Nigga, I don't give a fuck about you or your family. All right, bro. Like, forget my mom. You know my uncles too. Come on, bro. You know you my, think my fake dad. Like, you think you can rob me? Come on. And bro. still run around. See, nigga, I'm still running around this beat ass fucking whip. Bro. Fucking go-kart. And then when they ran up in there after he got the gun from the little freaky porn lady, um, they go in there and that nigga Freddie say, Come on, man. As soon as we saw it was money in that bag, we well, was going to give it back. You thought you were stealing my homework, nigga? You want, my, you want the, my American English book? You stole it for books, nigga. Come on, bro. You knew you was hoping for money in the bag. this type of tr problem. Well, you got it now, nigga. I hate it. Hate it. Probably the most hated scene of this episode. When Kanan first hits that nigga with the gun, and he holds his arm out there for like five seconds. Like he smacked him and then it was like he held it like a trope. He, I couldn't, hated even, it, he bro. couldn't even believe what he just did. Come on, man. Come on. Then Kanan fucking stomps that nigga out and beats him up the same way he did them two niggas in episode one, season one, when they was bullying him, and then Rock gave that nigga a sock full of fucking locks or change or whatever the fuck she put in there. And he went and beat them niggas ass. That's how you beat dog up. I don't know if he killed him. Dog looked a little little still. A little worse for wear. Um but what? B. Mickey was on the couch <laughs> hey. just, just peeing. Hey, how your man just sit there? It wasn't like Famous had the strap drawn on them other two. Famous not shooting nobody. Famous is. Cheddar Bob himself. Facts. But I'm like. This nigga said I did a hard time. <laughs> <laughs> nigga, you was in here for four. Nigga, you did four hours in the clink, nigga. Fucking drunk take. <laughs> like, that nigga was in that bitch rapping. You know, when I'm a Glock and the. What was them bars? That nigga said, hey. You streets got a body? Hell yeah. Now we don't listen to that noise. <laughs> <laughs> nigga what? said, your cassette tapes was all in the trash, nigga. So I'm like, yo, are people catching on that this is where that dope came from that was on the streets for a minute? Because I also think that might get back to rock. You stole dope. And stole cash. And cash. Sold it. Like, everything that you can possibly do wrong, you've done wrong. And with the dope you were selling, you left evidence by putting it in them cassette tapes that the heads is dropping all over fucking Queens. Um, let's talk about when Kanan went and got this nigga famous out. Went, had uh, Omar Epps scoop him up, go in there, get him out, whatever, whatever. So Omar Epps walks the nigga famous out, Kanan waiting across the street. We see the crackhead, D Tech. Yeah, and that's what he, we showed him last week too. Yeah. Randomly. Yeah, so I'm randomly last week buying the work. But this week, we saw him and he was looking at Kanan. Like, where I know you from, nigga? Damn, I know both of you, nigga. Then he see Omar. Oh, shit. Y'all. Oh, you shot. And then right when he started looking at them like that, they show Omar Epps' partner pull up. Little fake Angie Valdez. And I'm like, while dog, while this crackhead is locked up for whatever he in there for, somehow, some way, Angie Valdez is going to talk to that nigga. And she'll be like, y'all got some weird shit. Y'all got the shooter and the victim. Yeah. Out here hanging out. He going He going to talk. And he gonna talk in exchange for getting out. Why does she care about her husband, her 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 partner getting shot so much? Yeah, you trying to solve a case that he not trying to solve, and I don't understand you don't it. Think y'all DPD? <laughs> Kwame was like, "Yo, why y'all niggas keep investigating if it was a party or not? Like nigga, that <laughs> shit wasn't no fucking crime. Let's say it was a party. It's not against the law. I had a party. Fucking cocaine walk out the evidence room." And that's what you should be uh, fucking investigating on. You trying to find out if I had a party, fam? She say, 
when she was telling her her ex about like yo prostitute said he got a son the ex was like you know she could be lying to get her, <laughs> save her own ass and then she say i mean yeah you're right she could but he was undercover for a couple years too so i don't know Fam, y'all cops. <laughs> y'all might go undercover. <laughs> like, it's part of his job. You acting like he left to go commit crimes and then came back and became a cop again. Like, nigga, I went undercover for work. That's what I do, dog. You don't know the informers lie to you, motherfucker? Come on, man. So you don't take her kid? Fam, you ain't never had a motherfucker lie to you to get out of jail? Like, it's literally a get out of jail free card. I'm going to say what I need to so I can walk out this bitch. Um, yo, man. Strong episode. Uh, salute to Joey Badass this episode. I thought he killed this one too. Yo, he he put himself in a position. He he's bodying dog. Um, yeah, I was smart and Lou. I mean, uh, I, I was smart and Lou. Rock. Well, I was yeah, and, Rock. and and he doing it very smoothly. Like, yo, nigga, don't put your feet up on a on a on a, on a furniture, nigga. You a guest here, and yeah, then I'm immediately so putting my feet up, nigga. Cause guess what? I just watched you walk out the nigga you had running this whole operation. I like this look on 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 uh, on Neek though, cause I'm not in control, mm-hmm. but I'm kind of in control. He told Rock when it was at Coney Island, she was like, "Yo, nigga, you think you fucking winning this game right now and shit? But like, it ain't about how you start; it's about how you finish." And he was like, "Yeah, I know, but it feel like I just hit a buzzer beater on your ass, nigga." <laughs> like. I might not be running shit. I might not be the the unique that I was before I got locked up for that bullshit. But Rock, I'm on your ass, dog. And I'm on your ass by the fact you just hired me. Because if you didn't hire me, the Italians was on your ass, nigga. That's a fact. Like he putting himself in position, dog. I like with Nico on. Oh, and then how he hit her, that nigga say. <laughs> We got to go to Totono's and walked off on her. I was like, yo, Neek fooling, dog. I like his energy this I'm season, bro. You. I'm better at this than you. In now, real life. I am curious, though. Because your rep come from another nigga. My rep come from some shit I put on. I put Facts. In. Your rep come from a man. I put in work with my brother. When my brother got locked, nigga, I took over. That's what it was, nigga. Your man's taught you how to do what you're doing, nigga. I was working with my brother, nigga. We was running these blocks. Um, I am curious if we're going to see D'Angelo Barksdale again. Yeah. Because I would like to know, just in general, he got to know just word through the streets about her and the Italians, her being in Jersey, her working with Neek. Something got to get back to him, dog. And I would just like to know how the fuck that nigga feel about it. Because I am curious. We Did you watch the preview? Uh-uh. So it looked like next week she meets up with uh, the Colombian dude who giving her the work. Yeah. Old girl uh, cousin, Eileen cousin. Um, she meet up with him at a restaurant. Looked like they talking kind of greasy. Like basically she telling that nigga somebody need to get done. I don't know who that somebody is, but that's what the convo looked like. It also looked like Rock pulled up and, and up to strap on somebody. They show her in the whip. At night, and she drove. She got on a ghost murder fit, all black, and she drove up with the window down, nigga, and up the blicky with the silencer on it, nigga. She do way too much shit to be the boss. Hey, man. She burying bodies, doing her own hits. Yeah, she doing her own hits. But I'm like, mm, I wonder if she doing a hit for, like, her brothers or for Kanan. Like, who's she going to hit? You know what I'm saying? Because when Rock got to up it, it's personal, nigga. She going to hit Luke. <laughs> Why you doing that, Rock? Don't shoot me, Rock. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, man. Best episode of the season so far, dog. Listen, 
her eyes is on that nigga, and they always on you, off of me. I want the way I out. like it, nigga. <laughs> um, I feel like I don't know if I'm ready to say that Marvin gonna do something to Juke Mama. Man, when he was like, "Who is he?" He's like Marvin, nigga. I didn't think she was gonna let him up. Open the door, but she let everybody in her pants. Yeah, and she. Open the door, walk them over here. Like, they're trying to punch you in your throat. You left me with a child. <laughs> Yo, now I get why women have been so mad at niggas for leaving them with kids all this time. Because Marvin's face said it all from the male perspective. Like, nigga, this was hard, dog. And you just dipped on me to go sing? Then you came back and you're not even a singer? <laughs> you ain't even make it? You singing down at the church? Yo, for all the women who dudes ever left him to go rap, this one's for you. I'm with y'all, man. Yo, go fuck with the episode. Um, stop blaming victims for shit. Um, oh, real quick, some shit I'm watching, dog. Really fucking good. It was only a couple episodes. It might be a third one now. I don't know. Uh, American Gigolo on Showtime with John Barenthal. Yo, John Barenthal. Side note, I ain't been watching a lot of shit. Mm-hmm. Cause I'm playing Ghost Recon. I got you. For like, cause you got your shit. Yeah, you up. But John Barenthal is on Ghost Recon. Oh shit! Like he's the cartoon. Yeah, yeah. Himself. And he looks, talks, moves exactly it's like him. him. Yeah. <laughs> and, he, and guess what? He's killing this fucking game. Hey. He is quickly. Be, he is up there on my list of top actors. You ain't never seen him in something that he didn't act his ass off in. This nigga in American Gigolo. So. American Gigolo is based off the movie where Richard Gere came out in like 1981, 82, um, which I actually seen a long time ago. Uh, this show, though, I don't think I thought that it was based off the movie until I watched episode one and then it kind of clicked. This shit is good as fuck, dog. Like He's a great actor, dog. He is acting his ass off. The plot of the shit is very fucked up, essentially, and I'm not giving away shit. It's in the description. He goes to prison for murder that he didn't commit. Yeah. That's what it is. Um, That's all the trailers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, he literally is with one of his... Is she a Jane? What's a girl that buy a male prostitute? He with one of the Janes. Sharon. He, <laughs> he wakes up. She did. He do 15 years in prison. The detective who put him away kept investigating, got a confession from the nigga who did it, and now both of them are trying to figure out who hired the nigga who did it. Um... She trying to figure it out so she can make the arrest. John Barenthal trying to figure it out because he thinks somebody did him dirty um, by setting him up. So it's a good-ass show. It's on Showtime. Been two episodes, maybe three. Fire, nigga. Really fuck with that. Go check out Woman King. Um, oh, it's another movie with Old Girl from Black Panther that came out. Uh, fuck. Hold on. Because it's about these twin, the silent twins. It's based on a true story. Not hip. Um, two black twins from like Wales back in the early 1900s, whatever, uh, and not early 1900s, probably like the fucking fifties. Um, but two black twin yeah, sisters, early 1900s. facts, um, they were the only black family in their little town in Wales. And basically they got ostracized, bullied, all this shit. So when they was young girls, they basically just stopped talking and they, they created a language and they only talked to each other. And so like they was so fucked up. They ended up putting them in like the crazy home and shit when they was kids and they got 12 years in the psych home where like most kids their age wouldn't have got more than two. Uh, 
it was just it's a fucked up story, but it's very entertaining and very interesting. Um, the the Silent Twins, starring old girl who played Chadwick's sister in uh in Black Panther. Check that out. It's in theaters. Check out The Woman King. Check out American Gigolo on Showtime. That's old girl, Mama. Who that? The no, that's the one. Okay, let me rephrase. Uh, I also think the girl in that movie is um, <coughs> was in what's the Captain Marvel. She was the pilot in Captain Marvel. Oh, which is technically the mother of your old girl that was in uh, uh, the Scarlet Witch shit. Oh, uh, shit. I forget who Fuck she's going to be. Yeah, yeah. She, oh, shit. That's her mom. Yeah. I hadn't put all that together. Okay. Okay. Because she was in both her the the woman who was in the movie because I've been seeing screenshots or screen grabs from it. Uh, she was in both the Captain Marvel movies. Okay, and maybe they went to her house and she yep, was with the scrolls yep. and short hair and out in the little yeah. Okay, yo, Captain Marvel was a good movie, man. Yeah, it was. I don't know why niggas hated on that. Y'all weird. Shout out to Brie Larson. Um, yo, man, that's it. That's all I got. We done potted. It's late. Episode 265, I'm Ant, that's Jay, This Week in Culture, we out.